Welcome back to Circle in the Sewer with Jake and Joe. This is episode nine. I think it's nine. I think it's nine. I did this last time too. I forgot to check, but it is nine. Episode nine. We are on week. We're going to review week six here of football just after the conclusion of week six of the NFL season and week seven of the college football season. And we had an exciting weekend in football, to say the very least. Uh, lots of good games, lots of good matchups, lots of good finishes. Um, just an absolute blast of a weekend for anybody who's a football fan. So, uh, yeah, well, Joe, I'll throw it to you. How you feeling? Hello, everybody. We had a hell of a weekend. We had a heck of a weekend. So for uh, those that didn't know, Jake came back to Minneapolis this weekend, got a chance to see him, saw some buddies, went downtown, and yeah, it's just a great weekend to catch up and everything. But let's get right to it. First of all, the Jets are going to the Super Bowl. I gotta say that. Let's go. Start I'm there. so pumped. The Jets Starting look great. There. Let's go. What are oh they? The God. third but best we, record in the AFC right now, huh? Four and two. I gotta give a shout out to my roommate's buddy that he works with is a Packer fan. He went to the game and I think he listens to a couple of these. And J-E-T-S, he didn't think he was like, you got to hammer the Packers. They're going to win by a million. So I got a shout out. His name is Joe as well. Um, but yeah, the Jets look great. Joe? So I, I had to jump on that. I mean, I'm just so pumped. They looked awesome. But yeah, let's, uh, that was, it was just great. Great weekend. Great to see you, man. That was, that was a lot of fun. Just awesome football. College, college football was great. NFL was awesome. It was just awesome. Weekend. It was, it was, it was spectacular. We had a nice little setup in your apartment of, the two TVs with the with the baseball and the laptop too. We had it all rock and rolling. Yeah, that was the um, the gambling cave of Minneapolis. Yeah, is what exactly. I like to call it. And going into that too, we had the Mariners Astros game that went for eighteen innings and no one scored a single run. And we had that rolling on the laptop. Yeah, and then we fun. had that almost outlasted games. the other Yankees game. Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. It started much after it, but uh, I guess we could well, let's let's start with the Jets game and then we can yes. we can roll back to the Thursday night game since we already kicked to the Jets, but. So the Jets kicked the shit out of the Packers, and Zach Wilson didn't even really play that well. Nope, he threw for like 110 yards, I think. Didn't throw a single touchdown or a pick, but that's all you got to do when you have a defense like the Jets. So Quinn Williams stepped up big with that block punt, and we just they dominated. Man, it looked so it was crazy. Um, it was I think it was zero zero after like the first quarter, and then it was like three nothing, and then just kind of turned into a shootout for the Jets there. But man, I'm so excited about this team right now. Like, do I kind of think maybe? Playoffs, maybe maybe playoffs in there. I don't know. Like I, it was just great to see. Uh, but yeah, Wilson didn't make any mistakes. He didn't really do anything crazy either. But defense just looked unbelievable. Brees Hall, I think he's he's probably gonna be rookie of the year, man. This guy's going for nuts. Sure, offensive rookie of the year. I mean, yeah. you got Sauce Gardner on the other side of the ball, who's making a candidate for rookie of the year on the other side of the ball. I think that guy's top ten cornerback in the league already right now. That guy's a freak. Um, but yeah, it's great to see him doing that. Do you hear that? Yeah, all right. Rocking some music. Where's that music? Where's that coming from? Oh, I bet. <laughs> Did you hear that? Oh, yeah. I think. Wait, can you hear me now? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a commercial. I have ESPN pulled up. That's what it is. Oh, uh, rocking in the background. Okay. There that was we go. Good vibes, okay. though. That was okay. Good. Thanks for the little, little cut in. Okay, where was I? I have to give uh, copyrights to them for that song. I don't know what song it was. So ESPN, but... I'm on ESPN.com, and they had the little ads in the corner with those yeah, videos. Yeah. That's what popped up there. But um, got you. Okay, let me get back to it. Yeah, Sauce is great. Jets look unbelievable. That was defense was awesome. Brees Hall was balling out. I did, the Packers just didn't have an answer for the Jets, which is crazy to think. And then, yeah, four and two. Packers go to three and three. 
Jets are in second in the AFC East right now. I know they're not going to win with the Bills and everything, but maybe getting a wild card for that playoffs. It's it's exciting to be a Jets fan, man. I was freaking out. I don't. It, this is crazy. For sure, I think you guys just like, and nothing else really comes to mind. You know, I thought maybe for a minute there was the Jaguars, but now it's like for sure the Jets have the best young, exciting team in the league. Like it's so exciting. It's so cool to watch. So. Like you said, it's going to be tough coming out of the AFC East. So, like, best case scenario is going to be the wild card for the Jets. But, you know, the AFC looks pretty wide open right now, besides kind of the Chiefs and Bills, maybe like separating themselves a little bit. But, um, yeah, who knows with the Jets? Uh, you know, I like can't catch my breath all of a sudden because just how excited it was about the Jets. But, like, when I was watching it, I always do the JTS chants during the game, you know, as you saw over the weekend, too. Yeah. It was always the Jets out out the porch. I'd let my neighborhood know that I'm a Jets fan. So um, the entire it's just city great of Minneapolis to see. Knows. Yeah. I don't, I haven't met another Jets fan in the city of Minneapolis. So if there are any out there, please let me know. Um, Cause it was always the Jets. It was it always, was the, always Jets the Jets. Shake, the Jets. So. But yeah. I'm just excited, man. This is a great team to watch. There's so much energy. Are you going to uh, go to the, the game when they play against the Vikings? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you have tickets? Think, uh, I'm going to buy them, but they're like 50 bucks, but I should probably buy them soon. Cause the Jets, People are probably yeah, going to hop on that game because exactly. that game's going to probably get a little more, more and more exciting because the Jets are a wagon. Um, but yeah, yeah, looking but, forward for the Jets. We got Broncos winnable game, Patriots in division. That's going to be smoke Bills tough game, Patriots again, but then Bears, Vikings, Bills, Lions, Jaguars, Seahawks, Dolphins. So there's there's like f- six winnable games for you guys in there. You know what I mean? And that's. You know, you would have been pumped with ten and seven, and, and I wanted five seven, wins at the like beginning of like the season. Worst. This is crazy, man. We're already at four, so I, coming into the year, I was like, "Let's get five wins." I mean, we had three last year, so yeah, dude. I I don't want to jinx myself for anything, but with the remaining schedule and how the way we're looking right now, I don't know, man. There's definitely might sneak a in there. <laughs> oh, I got. I also said if we were going to beat the Packers, then I was going to get a Sauce Gardner jersey. I said that last week, so I have to order one of those. Things. You got to order a Sauce. Yeah, we got to see, see him too with the when he put the, the cheese head, head on. on. How about that? Look yeah, and that. then Alan Lazard apparently like knocked it off in the tunnel yeah. or something. Relax. I, I mean, was. I thought. I thought it was fine. Like I didn't former classmate, so I can't really say much about Lazard. Great guy, yeah, but go clones. Go clones, but JTS. Let's go. Yeah, it's good. Big. There's a. That's an exciting. That's an exciting ride for your team this year. I know. I'm pumped. And like jumping on the Packers too, man. Like Rogers. I mean, threw for two forty six and a touchdown. Tanyan was leading the way with ninety yards, and then they AJ Dillon only had forty yards. But jumping on that too, kind of staying in the NFC North. The Vikings have a two game lead now. But I don't, what do you think about the Packers? Where are they going? I think they got some serious serious issues right now. I mean, this like these are the type of games that you just don't really feel like. Like I'm saying, back-to-back losses to both New York teams. Like that seems like something's going on in Green Bay. You know, like the Jets and Giants are both like good teams right now. They're both playing well. They both seem like they're well coached. Like they're doing the little things right. They're you know, and like I feel like the Packers have always had this like issue with special teams, and it showed up again in this game. You know, it's like Rodgers is doing fine-ish, but like you'd kind of expect more out of him. You're not seeing much out of the running game, which is, I feel like, supposed to be their, like, kind of bread and butter was, like, A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones were going to be this two-headed monster that were going to run down your throat, and then Rodgers was just going to have to make, you know, some deep passes down, and, like, after they kind of, like, 
I guess, moved everybody in by establishing the run game. But right now they have no running game, really. The offensive line isn't holding up. And, you know, it's it's Tunyon and Lazard, which are, you know, two decent options. But it's just like the passing game is just – it's not as explosive. There's not those big plays that we're used to seeing. Um, you know, you saw that one play at Lazard where Rodgers, like, perfectly sets the ball in there. That was fun to see. But other than that, you know, it's – I don't know if it's panic time for the Packers yet, but I think it is. It ain't gonna I get think easier. Screwed. And the Vikings, you know, the Vikings are with the with the lead. And I mean, I, I don't see the Vikings giving that up. The Vikings are solid. And we'll get to them later. But yeah, I think Overall. it might be, it might be panic. Hammer the panic button time if you're if you're a Packers fan, mostly because, well, you know, this is fun for us and Packers suck right now. So Packers I don't suck. see things Jets getting win. better for the Packers. Sorry that's to say it, fine. but yeah, that's right. We're gonna. I Jets hope he says Packers. that. Who I hope Jets he says that next week when the Jets beat the Broncos. Let's ride right in front of his face in Denver. That's what Sauce is gonna what say. Sauce is gonna it. say if he picks sexism. Let's ride right in Denver. It's gonna be sweet. I'm so excited. Moral of the story: what? Jets are going to the playoffs. Let's do it. How Let's just have a year. Be. Uh, so what, what happens if the Packers lose to the commanders next week? Um, if the Packers lose to the commanders next week, it's in Washington. I mean, they got, look at this. They got at commanders at bills. That's a loss at lions. That's a frisky team versus the Cowboys. That's going to be a Dak team. That team's going to be tough to play Titans, then Eagles, then bears, Rams, dolphins, Vikings again, and lions. Like, if they're three and three with losses to, you know, they're only wins, uh, barely beating the pa- Patriots, barely beating the Bucks. Of course, they beat the Bears because Bears are terrible, and I feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to lose to the to the Justin Fields led Bear. But yeah, we find ourselves at a three and three Packers team, and this is uh, everything we could have hoped for as Vikings fans. So that is it. Just fantastic. Be so weird to see them collapse and like not make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, After but seriously, though, that's, that that's a possibility with, oh, with yeah. the NFC East, the way it's playing right now. Like, who knows if they make the playoffs? You know what I mean? I hope they don't. It's, it's going to be weird. Well, moving to the next game here, we had the Frisky Falcons taking on the 49ers. And I don't think I would have believed you last week if you would have told me that the 49ers are, would get beat by two touchdowns. Uh Mariota for three touchdowns. Like this Falcons team's three and three, which is I don't know if we're we're buying into necessarily the the Falcons hype. Like I don't know if they're a playoff team, but but what are your thoughts on what the Falcons got going on? Because um, right now my 49ers who are picked out of the NFC <clears throat> is yeah, not looking so you, good. Okay, let's see here. So the only thing I always think about with the Falcons is they're six and zero against the spread this year. Mm-hmm. And next week they got the Bengals. And the spread's sitting at Cincinnati by six right now. I think I'm just going to hammer the Falcons. That's just how I think of the Falcons right now. I bet they finished. I don't think they'll have a winning record, but I don't know. At six and zero against the spread, it's. I was looking at. I did like those jerseys. Those jerseys were cool. So I kind of liked. I mean, that you see those the all black jerseys with the red helmets. Those are nasty. I don't know why they just don't use those as their primary jerseys. I use those every week. Dude, a lot of those teams play really sick in those jerseys. Like I feel like they just look cooler and like i don't know like the ravens should wear the black ones more um yeah 
the Bears, maybe I guess they didn't win with the orange ones, but um oh we skipped the Commanders Bears game. Um I guess we'll go back after that. But yeah, this just this felt like, like the typical like uh like Jimmy G game. Every like four or five games, he just has a game where he just like isn't very on, like sure. Throws a couple picks, forces the ball, like throws for 296 with two touchdowns, which is like dang, like that sounds like it's a good because you're gonna assume that they ran the ball, but they didn't really run the ball that well. Um two picks, like it just you know, they had that the Falcons had the scoop and score. So I'm not I don't really think it's worry for the 49ers. I just think it's like yeah. They're usually due for one of these games, and I think they just had a slow start, so it looks worse than it is right now, sitting at three and three. But I think, like, if you go look back, like I truthfully believe if Jimmy G plays that first game, like they beat the Bears and they'd be four and two right now. And um, not worried yet for my my 49ers pick, but the Falcons right now tied for the Bucks in the lead of the division, which is all three and three. That division's whack. I thought the Saints were gonna make a run too, maybe they don't look good. I mean, they've been hurt, but they just yeah, got three and three. Some hell. Yeah. I have him still on fantasy, and I saw some rumors that he might start at quarterback this week. Mm-hmm. You think I they still let that happen? Spot. That's yeah. what I'm thinking too, but I think they're gonna they're gonna change it. Like you have to play him at quarterback. Hopefully not, because that's the only reason I'm keeping him right now. But yeah, it's a weird division. I don't know how I, I still think it's the Falcons. Um and jumping on your point with the 49ers too. I won't worry about them. I think they'll be fine. That's that was just a Jimmy G game, but yeah, the Falcons are an interesting team. I like their jerseys. Um, I don't like their coach. I don't know why. I think just the, just you looking at like him. Arthur just, Smith? No, he just looks like he's a two-year guy. Like I feel like he's he just a two-year, like a two-year guy. Yeah. You just, sometimes I get a sense with some of these coaches. It's like a two-year, one-year thing. And I don't know, but maybe. There's no way they take the division from the Bucs though, right? Now, Bucs are still going to win this division. Brady's still figuring out. He's got a lot going on in his life with the divorce and teammates yeah. are hurting stuff and he's screaming at his old line. I don't A couple of weeks that Brady's just... And he's going to Kraft's wedding on a Friday. Yeah. You can get that one later, too. That was bonk. But, yeah, Falcons are... I'll say seven wins. That's what I'm going to give them. Seven more wins or seven no, wins total? total. Total on the air. So they're going to win four more games. Yep. Okay, well, they play the Panthers. That should be a win. Okay, the Panthers twice. That's two wins. Bears. Win. Commanders. Loss. Steelers. I Loss. What? I got, I'm trying to get figure out how this is going to be seven wins in my head right now. Okay, well, they play at Bengals, so that's a loss. See? Panthers. Win. Chargers. Probably a loss. Panthers again. Win. Bears, I think that could be a win. Commanders could be a win. Steelers could be a win. At Saints, probably not down in New Orleans, but at Ravens will probably be a loss. Cardinals will probably figure it out by then. And then Bucks. That's what is that? One, two, three, four. Yeah. So they just have to lose to either the Commanders, Bears, or Steelers, assuming that they're going to beat the Panthers yeah. both. And that's a seven-win season. You, you heard it here. Here for ah, heard it here first, folks. I don't Falcons know. I just seven and ten. Yeah, that that just seems like a seven and ten team in my <laughs> in my head. That's what I, I just think of the Falcons. I, to me, that's I, I love how they're covering the spread. I'll, I'll pick them next week, but dude, they, this is going to be the one week everybody picks them. They're going to get smoked. That's true. I'm going to stay out of it. You're right. 
give it one more week. The Bengals are going to stop them, don't you think? What happened to the Bengals? They beat Saints last week. It's in Cincinnati, six. Bengals covered. I don't, yeah. I don't know, man. Falcons might be America's team. They do seem know. to just come back late in games, though, and cover. Like, against the Bucs, like, they were getting stomped by the Bucs. And then they came back and, what, lost by? They should have won. Six. Maybe won that game. Almost. Yeah, without the penalty call. That's that, true. That call. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see what the, what the Falcons turn out. We got seven wins predicted by Joe here. So moving forward, uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Remember that. Keep that in our notes. Seven win Falcons. Um, well, let's go back. We skipped it twice already here. But the Commanders-Bear game, which was just another beautiful Thursday night game that Amazon Prime put on. And boy, was Thank this you, stinker. Uh, we got Carson Wentz throwing for 99 yards, breaking his hand, and throwing down some blocks. That was, uh, that was a, I'll give him that. That was a cool block. It was he a did, sick block. Lit up Roquan Smith, right? Yeah. And he that was, and that, cool. that was the play that Robinson scored his touchdown on, right? I believe so. Yeah. I was like, so, okay, okay, Carson. So the only yeah, I mean I don't know really what to think of either of these teams because I think they're just so bad and it was just like one of these teams had to win, but they both suck. I was meaning to ask you this last week too. Out of a five year span looking at both of these teams, who's gonna have a better future? Did I, I don't think I asked you that, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. Whose future would you rather have in five years, being a Commander fan or a Bears fan? Man, that's a tough question. My gut says the Bears just because, and this was what I was going to get into next, was after watching the Bears play the Vikings and then play Washington. So it's like normally like I don't really watch the Bears. Um, yeah, just because they're pretty bad, but you know, playing on prime time and then playing against the Vikings, like they were on the TV. Uh, I see what like is exciting about Fields and like what I remember watching him play at Ohio State, which like makes me think like I think I'd rather be a Bears fan than a Commanders fan because of that. Like everything kind of starts with a quarterback, and then you know, coaching obviously is super important. And I don't know if Eberflus will be there very long, but. Um, like Wentz doesn't excite me. You're not gonna go. No, win and a lot with of Fields games too. With... He had some excitement against the Vikings. He was making some plays. He had a right, chance. That to long beat... run was awesome. They had a chance also... to beat us with the game, and then um, that wide receiver got the ball stripped. But you but just you gotta, gotta keep. Think... You gotta see that at a consistent basis with him. I feel like you'll get that once every six games with him, and then it's just back to being crap. So. But don't you think a lot of it is too is like he's looked decent the last couple games and like they've let him almost do a little bit more. Obviously yeah. he only scored seven points, so like I don't know if he did that decent, but like to me it just seems like a lot of play calling. Like they have no weapons on um in their receiving game. You know what I mean? Like Pettis and Mooney and Komet, like Yeah, it's no Bayless Jones, like they're just you know, they're they're not, nothing special. And like I feel like you really need to have some explosive players to like allow fields to like do stuff and like, or maybe they should let them, you know, have some more designed runs and stuff like that. And like, let them get out of the pocket and move around instead of just keeping in the pocket and like, kind of like containing his athleticism almost, you know, by the play calling. Um, But I would say back to your question too, I think part of like what you're seeing right now in each division, like Packers, maybe on the 
decline. Like Lions aren't a very good team. So got the Vikings, but like from Washington's perspective, Cowboys, Giants, and Eagles all look really good and are all like looking yeah, like division moving snack. forward. Like all three of those teams are going to be great. So you got six games a year. Washington has to play those three teams. Like, you know, I think I'd pick the Bears, but I go with Chicago too. Yeah, I mean, neither one is that great looking. I will say because I think I think the Bears have a ton of holes to fill. You know, like offensively, they just I think they just need they to need go get a wide receiver. Man, they need to go so get a number one because I, I think Mooney can be like a decent two. But like, oh man, dude, like you gotta you gotta go get a one and like. What do you think they do with um, their running back situation? Like, obviously, they got Montgomery and Herbert, but Herbert showed some flashes when he got the start this year. And I think Montgomery's coming on a contract next year of being a free agent. Do you think they re-sign him? Yeah, I think they would. I think right? they just, like, it's just kind of the trend in the NFL right now is kind of have two running backs. Like, one is going to get hurt at some point. It's like a guarantee playing running back, right? Yeah. I don't think he'll. I don't think Montgomery will sign for much, but, like, He's been good for them. He's also like a good receiving back out of the backfield. Um, so I just, I don't know. I think he's a good player. I don't think he's going to be that expensive because yeah. we. I think been, it'll be like a it'll be a small deal, right? Like you know, him and year. Herbert can can kind of play together in that in that offense well. So, um, I think the Bears could make a move this offseason to go after a, maybe a high end wide receiver or find it in a trade somehow. That's what they need, just something exciting in that wide receiver they core. Need, they, need, they need somebody that's just explosive that you can change the field for them because it's like, like re- realistically, like their defense hasn't looked too bad. Like, yeah, it hasn't looked great, but like, I don't know. Like, I feel like if they had some more offense, like it would be a different story. Like, I feel like their defense just ends up being on the field like the whole game <laughs> is what I feel like because their offense just doesn't, really move the ball much so yeah but not a not a great future for either of those teams we won't be seeing either of those teams in the playoffs this year um, nope we got taylor heineke coming up next week for the commander so i guess that'll be exciting because he could win oh, he's playing or lose any yeah watch Wentz him just going to tear once is out uh they're playing the packers oh okay you know what i missed too with the washington i don't know where i missed this did chase young get hurt at the end of last season or why isn't he playing yes. right now? Was it like ACL or something so. big that he's still like recovering from? Yeah. No, it was a big injury. I'm pretty sure that was the end of last year. Okay. Because I totally forgot. I was like, like their D their D line's pretty pretty nasty when he's back there with Jonathan Allen was, too and Montez Sweat. Yeah, I was gonna say they got that going for him, but that's about it. I think they gotta get rid of Rivera. I'm dude. I, yeah, he, he's always he's like a, go. a two-year coach, in my opinion, too. Yeah. Maybe yeah, they go get Matt Rule. <laughs> oh God, no! No, they're gonna get a. No way. Where do we say Demarco Ryan's going? Carolina. He's going somewhere. Ooh, yeah. Maybe he goes to Washington. I'd rather That's go to Carolina than Washington because I think dude, Carolina's just gonna tank this year completely. And they're they're just get a quarterback away. I think they Bryce have Younger, a lot CJ more. Stroud, they like more. A, again because I think guys. the Panthers' defense is good too. Hopefully, if they don't trade everyone, all these rumors going around, Ryan Burns might want out. Well, yeah, but that's all because they got nothing going. So if they bring in a new coach and, like, you know, if you, you tell them, like, D'Amico Ryan's coming, you probably got a better chance of keeping yeah. guys, right? But I don't know how that works because I don't think you can have these discussions in season, right? Yeah. So, but Big moving to the next game, man. we got Patriots and the Browns. Patriots win 38-15 to over the Browns in Cleveland. 
Um, I knew I should have bet this game. I like the Patriots just on paper looking at that. I was like, this is a game the Patriots are going to win. I, I just I I tested it. I had that one. You took that one? Mm-hmm. Well, they were yeah. like plus three and a half, right? Plus two and a half? Yeah. Look at it. I mean, it was to me, it was a no-brainer because I thought the Browns just like blow every game at the end of the game because Brissett is just not reliable. And Patriots plus three, yeah, which felt like free money to me because I just feel like they've been playing – exciting with zappy and the way that that like Bailey zappy, they've been man. able to run the ball you know their defense is going to be solid like i don't know i think that like i think it's it's probably time to have the conversation i like, think it is it did, is zappy the starting quarterback 309 yards and two touchdowns and he was he showed some excitement too i feel like he can like move around a little bit and mac jones is kind of boring so well i think I right know. now you're just talking like if you're a coaching staff you got to be looking at like the ceiling and the floor of both of these guys, right? Now, Zappy's floor is probably lower than Jones's floor. But, like, I don't remember seeing any games like this out of Mac Jones. No, that's that's what I was saying. And the Patriots have the Bears on Monday night next week, too. So, I'm just – if Zappy goes off next week, which I kind of hope happens just for the Mac Jones state, but – I would love to see Zappy – um, I, I would just be I the Patriot thing too. That's the part of me that course. just why I'm like, is it just I feels like a same and gets hurt too. So, and, and I don't want to say that like this is like the same as the Brady situation because obviously I'm nowhere near ready to say Zappy's like Tom Brady, but like, like it's just such a Belichick New England fan luck of like, hey, we got this guy. Oh, actually, he got hurt. Now we have this backup who like isn't supposed to be anything like a late round pick, and just goes out there and starts tearing it up. And of course, not like the Patriots are legit again. I just hope Belichick's gone. Like I wouldn't mind if Belichick leaves and then Zappy has success. I'm just so annoyed of Bill Belichick for some reason. Did you see that the the that guy giving the ball on the sideline? Yeah, he's just like, what's going <laughs> on? He was like the rookie guy. I was like, what's yeah. going on, man? Well, I just. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to see the Patriots start winning again. That's not. That's not fun for no, anybody. No, they need a twenty-year stretch of just. This just won't happen though, because Belichick's. If, and this is the thing is like it's it's going to be the constant conversation of like you know what's Belichick without Brady, what's Brady without Belichick. Like that's going to be the conversation for years. And like Brady went and got his Super Bowl, obviously without him. So everybody's like, you know, Brady's probably got the upper hand. But what, like, what if? What if what if Zappy actually turns into something and the Patriots are a playoff team again? Is that is that a possibility or is that is that out of the picture with the Bills? We gotta pump the, the brakes a little bit, I think. I mean he beat the Browns. Um I don't know. I I know, but I it, it is a Bill Belichick team. Like they went it's to the playoffs true. last year with Mac Jones and they weren't very good. I think your Jets might be the only thing standing in the way of me saying like, this Jets is a wild card team, right? Yeah. I don't know. Bailey Zaffy, he looked good. I think this next game against the Bears, like if you, I mean, they got the they got the Browns and then the Bears. So even if he goes off again for 300 yards, it's not like he's playing the Bills and the Chiefs back to back weeks and dicing them up. But no, but you're not. We're not asking him to do that. If he if he dominates against the Bears, you got to start him over Mac Jones if Mac Jones is healthy. 100 percent because you're playing your Jets the next weekend. Yeah, and they're gonna Jets are gonna smoke them, but. We should go to that game. That'd be fun. Really? Do you? Do we need to talk about the Patriots' record versus the Jets? Hey, it is a new. It's a new year. Don't even go over the record and what's going on. Still, Bill Belichick. I know. 
I just think that it. I'm not saying that the, that the Patriots are like some going to be some dominant team, and and looking at the division, like realistically, like if two is healthy, that division is like pretty crazy to think about. You got Bills, Jets, Dolphins, and Patriots. Like they Patriots and Jets play two weeks, and then Patriots play the Colts, and then they play the Jets again. So this is going to be exciting. It's going to be that's going to be good. I mean, that'll decide, I guess, the the outlook of the rest of the season for those teams for sure. You know. Okay, but let's say we're not going to count the Jets games because I'm not jinxing anything here. They're going to beat the Bears probably. Yep. Colts probably beat the Colts, right? Mm-hmm. Then they got the Vikings. Well, you never know Thanksgiving. The Colts, but yeah, they then they got the, the Bills. Colts. Then they got the Cardinals, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, Win. Bills. It's a pretty tough schedule. Yeah, just. It's something about a Bill Belichick team to just feels like they're going to at least find a way to go like 10 and seven or something, you know? Yeah. Like, tell me I'm wrong. We've been it's seeing it for happen. years. No, like no, I just, I'm down with it. I'm down with it. They're, that's not happening this year. And then he's going to retire. They put up zero or they when does Mac zero Jones points get back? against the lines. Just remember that best offense in football going into that week, zero points. The only thing I'm holding against the Patriots is I like this, like the the city of Boston. Like it's cool to go there, sports. Screw them, since I'm Jets and everything. But Boston's a cool town, and that's why they'll probably keep winning, just because all the history they've had, and just it's Boston. But nope, they're not going to do it. Put my stamp on it. It's not their year. Well, they're I know done. you're you're against them, so you're not thinking logically because you're all in on the Jets. I know that's but, all that's in my head. Someone's got to uh, say it on a podcast, and I'm going to say it. They're not going to do it. I uh, I had Nick Chubb to score a touchdown this week, and of course, the one week he doesn't do it, so that was great. Uh, out of the Browns, what's his face with the running backs too? Is Damian Harris hurt, or do they just do like? Yeah, I never Damian know who the Patriots running back is. Damian Harris is out. It's Ramondre Stevenson, man. He's eaten. Yeah, seventy-six yards, two tutties. Yeah. Not big, big for anymore. my fantasy team. Um, you got him on your fantasy team. Yeah, I got him in one of my one of my nice. teams. Team stacked, actually. It's disgusting. I'm 500. Um, yeah, well, that's uh, Browns. Uh, God, you know, I it, hope they lose to the Bears. That would be funny. Give me a Bears win next Monday. So here's the thing about the Browns, though, moving forward is they got the Ravens next week and Bengals. And then well, how many? Wait, how many is Deshaun out for? 11? He's back week 12. Oh, so and then there's a bye. There's I, I was 13. in my head was getting him confused with the uh, Hopkins suspension. Uh, they're they're yeah, not the back this week. Never mind. Browns are not making the playoffs. There's another apparently civil lawsuit against Deshaun Watson. Who knows if he'll ever play again? He's he's whatever. So moving off the Browns. Browns suck anyways. So um, stinkers. We got Jaguars twenty seven, Colts thirty four. I mean. What the, the hell, the Jaguars? Yeah. What the hell, man? That's, That's like, just all I got to say. Like, I thought they were a little bit of exciting at the beginning of the year. They beat the Chargers. I'm like, okay. Like, two weeks ago, I was like, usually when you look at the schedule and you see the Jaguars, you think oh, we'll beat them. But like, two I weeks think we ago, talked I was like, about oh, that, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, might not be an easy win anymore. Okay. Well, now it's an easy win. These guys are they're back to being the Jags. I don't know what's going on. Like, the Colts, Colts are horrible. That division just sucks, but. 58 passes. I thought this was it. I thought the Jaguars were going to break out. I don't know how I feel about Trevor Lawrence right now. Um, I don't know. It might just be the Jags effect. I just, 
this I've gone over this like the first podcast we ever did, the city of Jacksonville. I just don't think they're ever gonna first. Yeah. I said that if you have a pool in your stadium, you are never gonna be good. Whatever franchise you are, you will never win a Super Bowl if you have a pool in the stadium. Who else has a pool? Doesn't the Marlins backs, Marlins, Jaguars. Look at all of them. Horrible. You can't have a pool in there because people are just gonna get wasted off Coors Light, sit in the pool, and not even realize the backs have a championship though. No, no, they don't. They lost I don't think the, the pool wasn't. I don't think the pool was there when that championship. Oh, was so there. it's been a post post championship pool. Mm-hmm. Um, don't put a pool in there. That's fair. What? It's, well, I guess if anybody's right? building the stadium, just remember don't put a pool in there. That is an official official warning from Joe. Matt Ryan threw for three hundred eighty nine yards and three fifty eight pass attempts. Joe, fifty eight pass attempts. Irv yeah, had I mean, uh, Irv had Deion Jackson too. Didn't know I didn't know uh what Jonathan Taylor was still out and what's Hines, he's the other guy. He was out, yeah. so Jackson went off. He was playing. Yeah. Oh, Pittman had one thirty four. Maybe the Colts are though. back. Huh? Maybe this is the team I thought was gonna happen. Well, t- tell me right now, looking at the division, who like Titans. You do you think it's just gonna be the yeah. Titans again? They it just always find a way to win. It has to be. Tannehill's just going to use the check downs, throw for 200, let Derrick Henry, Henry do his thing. And, and their defense is going to be good. They'll be like a 10 and 7 division winner. That's going to be the worst, the lowest division winner record. Dude, the division. Titans are 3 and 2 right now with a negative 22 point differential. Tell me how that works. I don't know. It takes guts. <laughs> takes a lot of nuts. A lot of nuts uh, and guts. That's what that they team. need. So I, I don't oh, think they lost the Bills 41 to 7. That's right. Yeah. That was bad. I remember that game. They got killed. Well, they got the Colts dude. coming up again, too. I don't I mean, Jaguars, dude. They're not getting Christian Kirk involved either. And they just gave him a bag. He got a touchdown in the game, but he just they gave him he so was much the money. First couple, the first couple games when they won, they were throwing him the ball all the time. And now they're all of a sudden they go away from him. And yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I know they're young. Too, but, but what do you think of Trevor Lawrence? I think it's like the learning curve part of the season where he kind of came out and guns a blazing and I'm guessing the tape got out on what they were doing and like, you know, people started to see and now they're, you know, I'm not going to act like I'm some tape junkie and, and no plays and stuff like that. But like, it sure seems like he's a completely different player in some games than he is in others. And um, I don't know. I feel like ever since the Eagles game, he hasn't been the same. I think he should you know, cut his hair. Yeah. Just try it. See what happens. Maybe that's it's a, that's a spice they Beautiful hair, though. I know he has great hair, but... Looks like they finally got starting to try to get ETN involved. Um, yeah, I got him on my bench on the fantasy team. He's just like an 8-10 point guy. He's kind of a bummer. Each he's week, and I'm just like, I can't put too. you at my, my starting roster. Yeah, well... I guess I the, like the Jigs, I just never have much time. Are the Colts the frisky though? Do they fall into the frisky category? Hopefully. Because you never know picked what you're gonna to, get out of Matt. Picked Ryan. them to win it at the beginning of the year. So But I don't understand it though, because it's like they just looked so bad offensively on Thursday night, right? Oh yeah, it's horrible. Against the Matt Ryan looked like I thought he got killed six times. And then he comes out and just absolutely throws the ball around and just shreds up the char- or the Jags. It's like they got oh. Titans next week. Titans by two and a half is what it's at right now. Yeah, give me the Titans in that. They just had a is buy. It, is it in Indianapolis? Nashville. Ooh, do you see they're potentially going to get a 
dome. That'd be sick. And then, because if you get a dome, you get a Super Bowl. Super Bowl in Nashville? Wowza. That place would be electric. That would be so nuts. That's a Broadway would just be Broadway yeah, I was gonna say. blow up. Uh, damn. Well, moving to the next game, our wonderful Vikings took down the Dolphins 24-16 down at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida. Um, Vikings 5-1? and one. Vikings 5-1. and one. Vikings 5-1. and one. Vikings 5-1, and one, dude. That's, I, I'm, putting, I'm putting Eagles. all of my energy. We lost the Eagles. Yeah. So this is, this is my plan right now. I'm putting all of my energy into the Jets. And that's where my excitement's going while I'm just letting the Vikings just pick up these wins. Okay? Yep. They're, yeah, just yeah. Under like my, they're just under my shoulder. I'm just letting them do their thing because I'm just putting my energy on the Jets. But yeah. Vikings 5-1. and one. Uh, Kirk throws for 175, two touchdowns. Dalvin Cook, 77 yards, but he wasn't doing much until he had that long run. Yeah, I was he, just he had a quiet, say that. quiet day. And then Jay Jets for one, six catches, 107. So um, I don't know. I feel like I think around the league, do you think most people just think the Vikings are probably like the worst five and one team out of everyone? I, I saw in some power rankings were in like the top five in some power rankings. And then I see I was in like a 12 spot. So hear me out, and this is and this is kind of what I've been waiting to talk about because you hear the same, like you said, the same narrative around the Vikings. It's like, are they the worst five and one team? Like the Vikings are still aren't that good. This and that, and it's like, but why though? We're five and one. The Bucks just lost to the Steelers. Like teams are losing to bad teams. Like Tom Brady's Bucks just lost to the Steelers. Vikings ha- haven't had any stinkers. Like no, yeah, they've had some close games. They've had some games that maybe they should have won by more. And obviously right now, like, I don't feel like our defense is playing that well throughout the entirety of the game. But, like, it seems like when it comes down to it, our defense is making either a big stop or turning the ball or getting a turnover. You know, you saw it in the Bears games, the strip, and then this past week against Waddle and stuff. And, like, yeah, maybe some of that is, like, offensive error. But at the same time, like, we're putting them in, in these positions to cough the ball up. And, like, that is the difference in these games, right? And the teams that are losing to the Steelers and – teams like that like you know they they aren't doing those things and we are right now so i feel like that's the difference between like you you know in the nfl every like there's going to be close games like that's why the spreads aren't crazy like rarely does a team blow another team out right like it's it's usually single digit points right so us finding a way to win each game like is all that matters to me um i think too my biggest thing i kind of in my opinion too, is if we would have played that the Eagles at like noon and lost that bad, I just don't think the five and one record was be as bad. I just think since it was Monday night and we just got smoked that bad, I just think people were, were just not that as good as we actually are. What? Well, I think one, it just all one. comes back to like, we always just like everybody, the narrative around is like, okay, so our one loss, which was a bad loss. It was a primetime game and Kirk Cousins didn't look that great. So like, it's just like the same narrative we always have around yeah. our team. So it's like until Kirk kicks that, like that's what he's got to do though, man. Like if we're going to say we just go on this crazy one, 13 and four, and then we get in the playoffs. Like we're going to need Kirk to step up and have a big game. So it looks like our next primetime game is uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. The 24th against the Patriots. That's the only thing I'm concerned about, though, is with the Vikings. Like, if we just absolutely dominate the rest of the year and then we get to the playoffs and Kirk just – like, that's what we're going to need. Kirk's just going to have to ball out. 
Right. Well, it's gonna be that's gonna be a big game. The Patriots, like I said, is gonna be like probably a playoff level defense. I don't know if their offense is gonna be enough to take them there, but like it's a Bill Belichick run defense, like that's gonna be a big game. It's up against the Patriots, you know, at home, like you know, Sunday night football, like or that's not Sunday night, is it? Which one? That's the twenty fourth, so it'll be that'll be Thursday. Thursday. Is that a Thursday game? Yeah, Thanksgiving. Oh, right. Your game's that day. Dang, that's gonna be crazy. That'll be coming off short, short week against the Cowboys. So yeah, I mean, it's just it's that's gonna be a big test, you know, because we should beat the Cardinals, we should beat the Commanders, then we're gonna have tough back to back games against the Bills and Cowboys. Um, you know, like I feel like the that Cowboys, like I don't think we can. We're probably gonna lose the Bills. I, I, in Buffalo, yeah. like that doesn't feel like a game that like the Vikings are gonna go and win. Now, if we do, that would be. I don't know if the Bills lose another game the rest of the year, man. Well, they're going to be favorites in all of them, but yeah, I don't see a reason why the Vikings can't be thirteen and four, twelve and five, right? Thirteen. I think the thirteen and four is what I got in my head. That's what I'm liking at. Thirteen and four, and unf- like win the division. Damn, man, we might be sniffing on that one seed, but that, that Eagles game is probably going to come back to us because what? I may actually, I don't even know if the Eagles would go 13 and four. Don't give us the one seed. Give us that two and we'll just shock the nation. Really? I feel like if we have Kirk Cousins sitting there and our biggest worry is about him playing in big games, like you're telling me we get a bye into the second round? I just don't want to play Philly at night in the playoffs because we we don't do well against Philly at night. The the Phillies, the Eagles would be the two seed, right? If we somehow get the one seed, yeah, then they would come to us. But I'm just like, that's I just don't want to play Philly. That's the one team I don't want to play in the playoffs. I don't even care. They could have Jeff Garcia at quarterback. Well, they had Nick Foles last time we played them. Yeah, I will. Let's go 13 and four. 13 and four. I think we do it. We're gonna win the division, be the two seed. Yep. I mean, come on. Like, what's there not to be excited about getting the two seed? It's just, I mean, we're already we, talking we've gone like through we're this so many damn out. years, man, with this team. I'm just like, I don't want to get my hopes up, but it's like we're five and one. It's fun to watch. It's let's just do it. Let's just two get seed. it done. Let's two win the seed Super Bowl. Is the mission. Cause realistically, we're not gonna want to play some of these teams that like finish up higher. And we can, you know, like if I said right now, who would we play, you know, if the playoffs started today, like who would you rather have? Like play the 49ers, Bucks, Cowboys, or Giants? You know what I mean? Like, which one of those teams would you want to play first round? Like, I'm probably picking. I don't even know. I don't want to play any of those teams, actually. But... Yeah, dude. Playoffs can be scary. But we're going to ball out. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be. The NFC is so weird to me. Just because I'm waiting for the Bucks to go just unleash who they are what if they aren't that team though i know but it's tom brady yeah but he's he's that would care if they end up like what 10 and 7 they're a wild card team and they come to minnesota like i'd be terrified well they're not gonna be a wild card team because they'll win their division i don't i'm just saying like i don't yeah but we know what i'm back on we're gonna do it we're gonna do it yeah why not here that's right. Eagles have Eagles got no playoff experience. No, it's not like they won a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Yeah, definitely not. Different coach. Nope. He's in nope. uh, Jacksonville now. Yeah, 
Yeah. Right, we'll, we'll be good. I'm excited about the Vikings. I, 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 got no, I got no reason not to be. I don't care what anybody says and all the haters talking about how they're not that good. They're the worst five and one team. Like, I just don't care. I don't. We're good. We, we're five and one for a reason. It wasn't luck. We are five and one. Yeah. Right. Got I, we have the we same, do it. We have same record as the Bills. We've never had our hearts broken by this team at all. Never. I refuse. I'm taking it out of the memory. See ya. All right, moving to the next game, we got Bengals and Saints. Bengals won thirty to twenty six. Wonderful cover by them at minus three. Um, this was the I feel like the game that like people were waiting for. A little Jamar Chase action back in at seven receptions, hundred thirty two yards, two touchdowns. Um, felt like this game was meant to be with them uh, going back to the dome. Um, you know, with both of them playing at LSU and you saw Joe Burrow walk in with Jamar Chase cool. national championship jersey on. Um, yeah, I think this this Bengals team is hit or miss. And, I, I, you know, right now it's like, does their offense go? Some games it does, some games it doesn't. Like, again, a win's a win. And it's just funny because I feel like we get so accustomed to sometimes looking at, like I was talking about in the Viking scenario too with – these teams that are supposed to be good and playing the saints who are playing a backup quarterback. And like, you only win by four and you're like, Oh man, like that was too close of a game. But I feel like that's just because we're so accustomed to like watching college football and seeing these teams like blow bad teams out. Right. Like the difference in college football is so much greater than the difference in professional football. And like, even though you have Andy Dalton playing as a backup quarterback, like saints are still a fine team. Like they're going to be in game. So Bengals find a way to win. Um, what, yeah, do you, what do you this. got on the Bengals? I think this is the Bengals, like, especially with the next four weeks, they needed to win that game and just the way they won it. I think they could go on a little bit of a streak here. I mean, they got the Falcons next week. After that, Browns, Panthers, and then Steelers. So if they can just roll that momentum, what they just did last week, and carry that on in the next four weeks, get a little bit of a win streak, and especially with the way the Ravens have played. I mean, they lost the Giants, so that division's up in the air. We know the Browns are going to be stinkers, and then – Steelers are obviously Pittsburgh. So if they can win those four games and kind of go over and run here, they can maybe take away. I still still want to say Baltimore just because I picked, picked that two weeks ago and it's Lamar Jackson, but I don't know. I feel like they really needed that win if they're going to want to go on a streak here and get these four wins in a row too. So that'd be crucial for them. But yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, that's why they went to the Super Bowl. Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, just seeing that offense that they have. And then, I don't know. And then they'll have another week when they'll just lay an egg. It's just at three and three teams. So. Yeah. I think, I think the, the thing about the Ravens too, is that like the Ravens are like ahead in a lot of these games. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they've blown what three, three games, bills, with double and... di- with double digit leads in the second half. So yeah, that's, but that seems to me is like more fixable than some of these games where the Bengals have just looked outmatched the entire game, you know, and maybe they had a little bit of a slow start at the beginning of the season, but I don't know. To me, I still think it's the Ravens too. Um, but like a, the scheduling to, like is a large factor. And that's why I feel like we keep going back to these teams schedule or like the rest of the way, like sometimes that, that is the luck of the draw. You know what I mean? Like you could be a better team, but like if you just happen to play Pittsburgh more times than not, like, I don't know. So 
We'll see. Joe Mixon's um, got to get going. But the Bengals do have a, the wow. The Bengals have a tough schedule. Joe Mixon, get it going. You're on my fantasy team. Need some touchdowns out of you. Did have one in that game, but I mean, I ran for 45 yards. Yeah. So these, the Bengals. I mean, like we were talking about too. I'll um, still go with the Ravens. Okay. I think I'm with you there because I just looked at the Bengals schedule and it does not look fun down the stretch. After so, those four weeks, yeah. Yeah. So maybe they can get four wins, but and maybe that, that might be, be it. <laughs> seven and ten. Imagine that could you see them going seven ten after Super Bowl with basically the same team? That'd be crazy. Just because it's Cincinnati, I could the city of Cincinnati. I mean they they've been the Bengals the last what three years, four years before they went to the Super Bowl last year, they were just horrible. So, so out of the boot. Well, and the funny thing is, like, you think back to last year too, like, they weren't really that good during the season. They're a wild card team, weren't they? Like, nine and something yeah, when they, they made the playoffs, hot, which is like, I mean, I guess it's just like the playoffs in any sport. Like, if you get hot, you get hot at the right time and you start going. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're they're always like, I feel like in a game, like, you never count the Bengals out. Like you have Burrow, you have Chase, you have Higgins, like you have Mixon. Like that offense is just like there's always gonna be a chance, you know? Like you never feel out of it with that team. So yeah. um the Saints moving over to the other side is I feel like they're just I don't like this. This Saints. team doesn't feel that different with Andy Dalton than it did with Jameis. Like, yeah, the, the, probably the stat lines are gonna look different, but like like I feel like even with Jameis, like they're a two and four team to me. Right, like Jameis doesn't impact that much for that team, right? No, and the Saints, in my opinion, like I could so see the Saints like just trading so much to get one of these quarterbacks next year. I can just definitely see like CJ Stroud or Bryce Young in a Saints jersey for some reason. Interesting. I feel like that's what we. I feel like they might just end up there though, right? Yeah, like they could easily lose their way into that position, and I feel like they'd be fine with that because that's the Saints with them having Drew Brees and. Saints and Patriots, in my book, you guys just need to go twenty years without having anything. Because uh, so struggle. Thinking about on the on the other side, we're talking playoffs now. Let's talk about maybe some of the teams in the NFC that are going to be t- towards the bottom of the barrel. You got the Panthers at one and five. Like they're definitely going to be looking for a quarterback, right? Yeah, for sure. They'll probably be a first pick, first overall pick. I bet. Right. Them or Houston. Car- or Cardinals are two and four, but they just locked up Kyler, so they're not going anywhere. Nope. The the Seahawks going into this season, I would have thought for sure is a team that would be looking for a quarterback. But with Geno playing the way he is right now, them being three and three, that so right? he could. I in my opinion, he could still be playing the way he has this year and just go off. Like say, let's imagine he keeps playing like he is now. I they have so much draft capital with those trades they made with Denver too. Like if you're a Seahawks fan, you tell me you wouldn't want to trade up and get maybe one of those guys. And he, if you could keep Geno. And have him do the whole start couple of games, and if he doesn't play well, throw CJ or Bryce in. Yeah, like I'm I always, can definitely I'm always see in that, Seattle like, making a push with all the, like, all the draft capital they have. No, for sure, but it's also like they could build around what Geno is if they think Geno is actually that, which is but a do crazy you think concept. He is? Like but it's fun think, right now. But my point is, is that they're three and three right now. They're not going to be. They're not going to be bad enough to finish in order to get CJ or Bryce, which means they're in the next tier of quarterbacks available, right? Like, do you see them going to get a Levis? You know, like you're talking about guys further down in the draft. Cause like realistically, like the lions, 
the Texans and the Panthers are probably going to be the three worst teams, right? Record wise. Like those are the teams that are probably going to be in that, in that, especially because all three of those teams, like, do you see this line staying with Goff? Maybe because like, realistically, it's not the quarterback that, the, that they're struggling with, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's interesting with Seattle because Gino has been playing so well. Um, and they have a ton of like weapons around him. And Kenneth Walker looks fantastic. So it's like, like him. Got him on um, the fantasy team. He's going to be their know. guy. But my point is, is I think while. with the Saints is like, do you think the Saints could lose their way into the sweepstakes for them? Or do you think they have to? They would have to trade down? To They're going to be, I think the Saints are going to be a top 10 pick. They're not going to be in the reaching grabs for a Bryce Young or a CJ Stroud unless they make a move for it. But yeah, I'll, I'll say top ten pick for the Saints. Yeah, I think they're gonna be done. I feel I yeah. feel like you'd want to too if you're a Saints fan. I feel like you kinda gotta be in that rebuilding mode, right? Like I don't Yeah. Like I mean, Jameis Winston, Geno Smith, all these guys in my head, I feel like, yeah, they could get hot for a little bit, but it's like you know ultimately down the road you're not gonna want to No, I absolutely agree with 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 that for for the yeah, Saints. They're in a weird spot. Like, if I was the Saints, I would just go full tank, screw it. I just feel like there's so many three and three teams right now that like it's so interesting to see how many of these teams end up actually being bad. Like it's been just a weird season so far. It's been a lot like really low scoring too. I feel like you know and like I saw this has been like one of the lowest scoring seasons of all time. Yeah, it's crazy. Like like the lowest fantasy points in the last like twenty years has been this year. I saw that too. It'll be interesting to see how the. And sweepstakes for Stroud and Young end up. Um, not the uh, Jets. They won't the need Jets. them. Jets, not even close. <laughs> Playoffs. <laughs> All right, well, uh, moving into the Ravens and Giants. Uh, kind of a shocker game again. And uh, Ravens lose 20-24 to 24 to the Giants in New York. That is back-to-back wins for the Giants against teams that they were underdogged by a decent amount. Um. What do you got on your 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 compadres in uh, yeah. in New York? Yeah, so the New York uh, Football Giants. I think they're a pretty decent team. Uh, I have to admit it, man. I know I've put a lot of love on the Jets on this podcast, and we'll continue to do that. But I got to give credit where credit's due, and I think the Giants are a pretty good team. Uh, they've definitely been a lot more exciting. Daniel Jones. I feel like we'll need to kind of have pretty crazy games down the line if they want to keep that winning go. Saquon. He's been playing great. Um, the defense is good. Dabble, he's going to win coach of the year. Right. He, he, Dable, Brian Dable, he's going to win coach of the year. Um, but yeah, just the excitement around the state of New York with their football teams has been pretty cool to watch. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau, he stepped up, had a good week last week. I kind of forgot about him. And then when I saw the game that he had, I was like, oh, that's why you pick him at, what was he, the sixth overall pick or whatever he was. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was cool to see the Giants. It is, it is fun to see the Giants and the Jets both do well. I mean, obviously, they're the biggest city in the world, so... I don't know. It's it's great. I, with the Ravens, they got to just stop blowing games. They could have been. They could have like one loss right now if it wasn't for them blowing games. So oh, for sure. And it's just like it's so weird with the Ravens too, because like when you're seeing Lamar just go off, you're like, yo, this guy's getting the bag next year with all the money he's going to be getting. But like now, if you just keep losing, it's like you slow you down. Bet on a yourself lot, yeah. in that contract year. It's just like, oh no. Obviously, I'd still give him the money, but it's just like that's going to be pretty sticky situations when it comes into the off season. Yeah, they just gotta finish these games out. Like, like I was saying, like they're right there. 
but they get outscored yeah, seventeen to ten in the second half, and um, I don't know. But it's also like, it, like some of it is Lamar. Like I hate to, I hate to say it because I'm a big Lamar fan, but like he had, you know, a fumble and a pick in the second half, I think, and for sure the fumble. You know, they had an opportunity to go down and score, and he kind of like you know, did his little, like he was scrambling and he just was holding the ball very loosely and got knocked out. It wasn't even a sack, but yeah, I don't I think know. The I, Ravens kind of think about him too. That's why part of the reason they don't give him that contract. It's just, I mean, like, you know, just that kind of crazy, not really secure quarterback. I feel like is what they kind of thought of it. Maybe. Yeah. And that's, and that's the tough part about having a quarterback. Like they're just him, so right? traditional. Exactly. That's like, we've never seen a guy like Lamar Jackson come to the NFL. So we're all just so used to that big quarterback that sits in the pocket. So he was running around and he's got one hand on the ball. It's just like, Oh my God, what's going on? So, and then Which it's like, is, fumbling it stuff. You, it's like, well, yeah, some people talk about that. And it's just like, Oh, you could be sitting in the pocket throwing for 300 and instead you run around for 600 yards, fumbling twice, and then you lose by three. So it's like, I don't know. I, I, I think he's great. I give him the contract, but I feel like the Ravens, that's where like, all right, let's just cut it out on that. We're not going football games. If you're running 30 times a game and probably going to get injured. Maybe I, that's just feel like what Baltimore thinks. Yeah. I definitely can see that the, like his, what makes him good also makes him not bad. Cause he's not bad, yeah. but like, is the, like his turnovers, you know, like you have an aggressive quarterback and I feel like the same can be said about guys like, like, you know, Mahomes and Allen, like they sometimes put themselves in, in tough positions because they're just so used to doing whatever they want, which leads to sure. a lot of incredible plays. Sure. But it also leads to some tough mistakes. Um, I don't know. I think Lamar's going to be fine. Like this feels like one of those like turning points maybe where, you know, he kind of looks as like, holy cow, we've really been blowing these games. Like I need to do something. And, you know, his numbers have been good. And like, He's got his weapons. Like he's got Andrews. Like Bateman, hopefully, can get back from his injury. And Duvernay's played well. And like Kenyon Drake ran for 120 yards and a touchdown on 10 carries, which is insane. And Lamar still ran for 77 yards. And again, this like Giants team is is pretty good. And they were up on him. So you know, Baltimore's been playing good teams. It's not like they've been blowing these leads against like bad teams per se. But um, I think there's something to be said about having double digit leads in the second half that like, that is a good sign. Like you'd rather be in that situation than having to try to climb back from 10 point deficits and never doing it. Right. Um, so I think they're in the, they're, they're close. Um, but this does feel like a, at least in the years of past, like the Ravens just struggle to, to win close games. Like last year you saw it too, with even after Lamar got hurt, like this, this roster of for whatever reason, they just, they lose a lot of close games. So it'd be interesting to see the Ravens down the line. I, like, I think we've, we mentioned, like, uh, I still think it's them in that yeah. division. Um, just with the, the, the potential of that offense, um, you know, they, they play better when Bateman's around to be honest. And Lamar looks better when Bateman's there. So they get Bateman back soon. I think he might be back either this week or next week. And, uh, they can get rolling again, but moving to the Giants. The Giants seem legit because they seem like they're just a well-oiled machine right now, and Daniel Jones is doing just enough for them to win games. Um, but, like, looking at their receiving core, right? Like, some of these names. So bad. Bellinger, insane, man. He right? likes to 
Uh, and what what happened with Kenny? Wanda Robinson. He's going to get traded. Though. He looks good. Yeah, Kenny Galladay's just got to be like, get me off this team. They just yeah, don't dude, use but him. like, if you're the Giants, do you make a move for a wide receiver, or do you just keep running the ball like you have been? I guess bring Odell back. Yeah, right. That'd be sick. He was so he was so cool when he played for the Giants. I just they think could use I, wide receiver. I think Dable's so impressive because he goes from Josh Allen to Daniel Jones. Still gets it done. Right. And he went from Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis to Daniel Bellinger and Sills. I see that guy a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Who he it's had one, one catch for eight yards. Um Robinson Slayton. <laughs> Wando Robinson did look pretty good. He looked exciting, but he only had three receptions because I just feel like they don't even throw the ball that much. So Saquon. Uh good to see you. Yeah, him I think it'll be man. it'll be interesting to follow the Giants here and see if they're legit or not. But as of right now, they they're five and one, <laughs> same record as the Vikes. That's yeah, crazy. You know, so maybe so maybe some of the pressure should be on the Giants because, like, if you, you think about the Vikings playing the Giants right now, like people can't say we're the worst five and one team. Like nobody's picking the Giants over the Vikings, right? No. Yeah. Uh moving to the next one, we got Mitch Trubisky and the Steelers taking down Tom Brady in the box. Jersey Jerry, right? Eighteen. I'll say that. Who? Jersey Jerry. What do you say? Picked, uh, picked the Steelers uh, to cover, and he well, thought ultimately they'd win this game. He says he he's dealing with a bunch of scraps, and he'd pull it out. Dude, I just what the heck's going on with these Buccaneers? I got them in the Super Bowl for my pick, and they just do not look like they can figure it out at all right now. I did. I don't understand it, it, dude. It's just like their offense is. It's there. They just that they're not winning games. Is it though? Like, I feel like against this Pittsburgh team, like they should score more than eighteen points. Like, oh yeah, they should. It should have been forty-two to ten. They should have killed this team. Well, and you should say that in like other weeks too. Like they're just not putting teams away. Like I feel like Tom Brady teams don't really do. Like, like we were talking about the Falcons. Like, yeah, maybe the Falcons are frisky, but like, like you said, without that roughing the passer call, like, who knows what happens at the end of that? No, that Bucks Falcons game. So. That's what I'm just waiting for with this team to have one of those breakthrough weeks and then just all to be back to who I thought they were going to be. But I don't know, man, like that would be such a weird thing to see like the Buccaneers not make the playoffs and then Brady retires, but that could be like a thing. Like then you would know he's done, right? Like he's got to be done already, no matter what happens at the end of the season. So I feel like that's what just keeps holding him back. He throws for 5,000 yards and they keep winning games. Like you could never retire. So it's just, but it's so interesting that like, you know, for our whole football watching career, Brady has just always like, he'll have a bad game or a bad couple games like at max. And we're just like waiting for that moment where it's like, all right, there's Tom Brady again. And like, I feel like we haven't seen it like at all this season. Right. No. And so he's screaming at the line. He's just, I I feel like, I mean, he's had a lot going on in his life, but his head just does not seem into it with this team. Maybe it was it was Bruce Arians. He was their coach last year. Now it's the new guy at what's his face? Um, Bulls. Yeah, I don't know if that has to do anything with it, but it's just it's a weird. I don't well, know. It's what's funny going because it's like Tampa. Brady's whole career. He's a, like everybody's always talked about how he's been like the, guy, the most like dedicated guy ever, yep. right? You know, he's like only focus is football, and now like yeah, he has some other distractions, but like. It, it just doesn't feel like Tom Brady. Like, I feel like if anybody is like, 
all Tom Brady has these distractions and still finds a way to go out and win football games. And like right now it's just like, you know, we build Tom Brady up to be like this superhuman person. And maybe like right now he's just not because he's, I don't know. Got him in the he's Super going Bowl, to Rob Kraft's wedding. Walks. He's missing walkthroughs. Like he was in New York on Friday night. Yeah. That's crazy. He's just pulling, right? he's pulling the Brady card on that. The whole he's pulling Brady cards on all, all these things, yeah, though, right? All over. Like not going to Wednesday practices. Like I saw that. Did you see that video of him? Like some guy like broke his leg and he was out just like the whole team was surrounding the guy that got hurt. And he was just still throwing balls to the quarterback. Like he was just not paying attention to the injury. But uh yeah, all the stuff we said, I still think they're gonna make the Super Bowl because it's Tom Brady, but Hopefully, hopefully. See, see but that's the thing. I, I like is watching. Just, Tom, like, isn't that funny though? Tom play well. Like you just you go into this. It's so funny because you just like same thing. You're just like Tom. It's Tom Brady. Like no matter what, you, we could say we could have a whole long discussion back and forth about how bad the Bucks have looked, how bad Brady looks, and you're like they're still three and three somehow first in the in their division, and like like we just nobody has any doubts they're making the playoffs, right? There's no way they don't make the playoffs. They have Tom Brady. Nah. Out at division two. So, I mean, they'll figure it out, right? They have to. I don't even know. Like, what? Is, what is their issue? Like the pressure? Like he doesn't have enough time? Because I feel like he's been getting sacked, and he he, he did. Looks, yeah, there's he looks a little line like scared the year, almost. But, but they have like they have plenty of weapons. Like Fournette's been running the ball well. Godwin, they got Evans, Evans, Godwin, like Russell Gage. They got guys. Oh, they could definitely be that team i just start going through a loophole or something's going on they gotta they'll figure it out we'll come back to this and in a couple five weeks weeks, let's say and they'll just be dominant what eight and three yeah i think this will be a big bounce back game for the bucks um who they got next week at panthers oh that's a huge get right game oh then they got the ravens on thursday night and they got the rams Seahawks win, Browns win, Saints Monday night. Win. Brady can't beat the Saints in the regular season. Yeah, but it's at home. At least it's beat not New Orleans. Year. Beat him this year already, shoot. But um Then they got Niners, Bengals, Cardinals, Panthers, Falcons. Yeah, that feels like I, I don't know. Like there's definitely some wins in there, but I don't know. Yeah, that'd be an interesting still, team. Th- th- it's still like you look at the NFC and you're like, are we really not going to take the Bucks over like the Giants or Cowboys right now? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like or the Rams. That Giants Buccaneers playoff matchup. Like everyone's picking 49ers. Like it still feels like it's right now, like it's going to be the Eagles, the 49ers, the Bucks, and then the Vikings, and then the rest, right? Like that's just how yeah. it feels. And like just, again, that's like, what we've seen the last 20 years. But that's the thing is like even if we're sitting here as Vikings fans like being hopeful like you still think about the Bucks in the playoffs and you're like I don't want to play Tom Brady in the Bucks right yeah I'd rather play Daniel he, Jones no hundred percent like, give me Daniel Jones honestly though like who would you rather play would you rather play the Eagles or the Bucks playoffs right now NFC Championship game we're in Minneapolis Bucks. who's coming to town you rather play the Bucks if it's in Minnesota Philly if it's in Philly. I just don't want to play Philly and Philly. That's all yeah, I want no, to do. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, but well, what, what about 49ers and Bucks? Who wins that game? No, no, no. If, if this is Vikings. Are we going to play one? Yeah. 
You're picking 49ers, right? You don't want to play Tom Brady in the Bucs. Yeah, why is that? That is a good thing. You're always not going to want to play Tom Brady. It's so funny, though, because, like, if you look at the teams right now and, like, I would, like, remove yourself from Tom Brady and, like, you, like, put, like, a blank face and it's just Tom Brady's stats, right? And he's just quarterbacking the Buccaneers and you look at how the Buccaneers playing. Like, normally you would probably pick that team to play in the playoffs. They just lost the Steelers, like, but something about Tom Brady, right? You'd always you'd always rather play Jimmy Garoppolo than Tom Brady. Yeah. But the 49ers guy, are just man. like objectively a better yeah. team. Yeah. But I guess that's the Tom Brady rant for the day. It's gonna but. be crazy. This season's gonna be nuts. And we've said so much in the last 30 minutes that it, you just got me thinking, like, who how are they gonna end up? What's their season gonna look like in well, 10 think weeks? About, dude, just, think about the Rams too. I mean, you got so many like there's so many weird teams that just don't know what's going on right now. The Cardinals, like the Cardinals were like nine and two to start the season last year. And all of a sudden they're like the worst team in the NFC. And now they if get they, Hopkins if the back, Cardinals don't win next week. I've, I've said that in the previous episodes that I was still going to stick around with the Cardinals and they could be my team to watch. If they don't win this next week against the Saints on Thursday, put a fork in them. Oh, Done. easily. hundred percent. But this they, is it. my last week already had team. to put the fork in them. I know. But I think their only hope is hop. That's all they got. That's why I'm like, you got to give this week. And I mean, if they lose, it's done. They could probably already be done. But what are you? Are you bouncing Cliff Kingsbury? What? Yeah, he's gone. I think he's gone already. No matter what Dude, happens, I don't understand how he's get to the, the NFC Championship so or Super Bowl. Well, I heard yeah, on, uh, they were talking he's, on part, gonna need on part of my take about how he has I saw that he's a losing record in the NFL and college. It's his. It's just his looks. That's the only reason he's there. More guys like just football guys like Brian Dable coaching teams. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we need. Or like Frank. Like Helix. <laughs> but um, so, uh, do you want to talk about the Steelers at all? Um, I, mean, I think we just keep saying the same thing. They suck without TJ Watt. They somehow won this week. Yeah. But like you're not counting on game. the Steelers to do much. Kenny got hurt. Trubisky comes in, throws for 144 and a touchdown. Um, did Najee have a touchdown in this game? He did. Yeah, he? reception. Yep, six-yard pass. He ran for 42 yards. Chase Claypool threw seven catches, 96 yards. I mean, Steelers still suck. They just had a good week, but I don't really have much to say on them other than no, I don't I... know how they pulled that off, and I don't know what's going Kenny's – is Kenny out? Like, is he out for a long time, or is he just knocked out of the game? Uh, I don't even see what his injury was. What did – he, uh, oh, concussion protocol. Okay. Oh, he, he remains the only in the NFL. He's probably going to be out for six months. Then he's in concussion protocol, but will start against the has Dolphins been cleared, cleared to participate fully in Wednesday's it's practice. It's going to be the concussion yeah, okay. game because two is coming back. Oh, wow. Dude, there's been, I feel like, so many like head injuries out of quarterbacks this year. And like, yeah, that's what the if you go down weird at all, I feel like you're done for the game. Like yeah, they gotta take you in the locker Ever since Tua, it's just yeah. I mean, it's been it, it's been wild though. Some of the quarterbacks that we've seen play already, you know. This is such a weird year, man. Every time I just keep thinking about what's going on, it's just so interesting to think what's happened in the NFL through six weeks. That's you know that like, the teams that are just like five hundred. I mean, but so many NFL, teams. We're just so used to these teams being so good. Maybe they're just. Dude, I'm it's telling you, I think it's, it's the same thing in, in the majority of sports that have salary caps. And, like, even you've seen it with the Dodgers in the playoffs. Like, they lost. And, like, they have, like, the biggest payroll ever. But there is so much parity in sports right now. Like That is a very good point with the Dodgers. I 
that the Dodgers are going to steamroll through this playoffs. And that's just, isn't that series? just the great thing about sports? You know, like that's what's awesome. You know, like that's why hate, everyone hates the Patriots because we saw the damn thing for the last twenty years, and we always knew it was going to be the Patriots. And oh, it is no, weird. not so much. You know what I mean? Like, there's, no, I'd like the Eagles it. Give are me the, the best te- team. Like that that's NFL as much as I picked the Buccaneers. Just give me the teams that you expect to be good, be bad. I just let them figure it out for, for not what's going on for the season. So. Well, I don't want to, I don't necessarily think I want to be bad because it's the so Jets fun to see four and Tom two, Brady, Giants like, five and one. These teams that are usually bad playing well, it's brings so much more excitement. I feel like Packers three and three, Tom yeah. Brady three and three, the Super Bowl champs last year three and three, Bengals Super Bowl game three and three, Broncos Ravens, crap, Ravens starting to look like the best team in the NFL. Now they're three and three. You know, like it's. Who else is you still got the Chiefs case? and the Bills. They're just consistent because they're just well coached and they have the two best quarterbacks in the NFL, you know? So it's like, I don't know. It's crazy, but we'll, uh, but that's what we live for, right? That's why we, that's why we love talking about it so that's much is because you just don't know what's going to happen. That's why we play the game. Exactly. That's why you play the game, Jake. That's why we play the game. All right. Uh, we got a couple more games left, but, uh, this one was kind of just a blab of a game. Uh, Rams beat the Panthers 24-10. Um, Robbie Anderson quit. Yeah. And I don't know if he quit or he they, more, they just didn't want him there. But, yeah, he's gone. Got got by his own on team. That. But this was another quarterback, P.J. Walker. You know, the, the third-string quarterback gets hurt, so Jacob Eason plays. Like, <laughs> I like he, Jacob Eason. He's a guy in college. What Was that Georgia? And then he's at Washington. But uh, I think he threw for, like, 40 yards and a pick. So, mm-hmm. yeah, five, Carolina Panthers are a sad story this year. McCaffrey needs to get traded. I hope he does because it'd be fun to I hope he'd be so cool on some other team that's just exciting. Well, it's because I don't I even McCaffrey feel like I get to watch him play because like, I'm not going to put the Panthers game on. Exactly. Who wants to watch the Panthers? Like, how about the Panthers, Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks playing at the same time as the Chiefs and Bills? Like, I had red zone on. I don't even think I looked down at the computer because the Chiefs Bill game no. was on the big screen. Also, I have the thing with that with the NFL, too. I feel like we need to put some more. Obviously, the noon slate is fun with those eight games, but I feel like we need to push a couple games back to that three three o'clock slate. Like, that was a prime example of what happened over the weekend. Like, I don't think a single person was watching the other games besides the Bills Chiefs. Like, that was So, just, hear me out. I think we should have. All right, talk to me. What do we got? Two what are we, Monday what are we night emailing games. Goodell? Because we need change. Two Monday night there. games the whole season. Two Monday night games? Yeah. Exactly. I, I thought that was perfect because the what was that the second week when well, we had it, when the we Vikes played, it, right? and most of like because I have two TVs, so I do that. But I think that's perfect because if one game sucks, you have another game to rely on too, and that's but why I like some some game some primetime games when you're like this just sucks. It's just like sometimes I can check out of them early, and I'm like okay, I don't really care anymore. But you have two two games on a Monday night, it could kind of be interesting to be like okay, they're getting blown out, but this game's coming down to the wires, so I like that. Well, I think too is like it gives you. Um, some flexibility like like the Thursday night games suck because like I feel like everybody like hates playing on Thursday night because it shortens their week and then you know you get the extended week after but like something about like these two Monday night games like you play them on maybe different coasts like you have the, you have an earlier game East Coast or yeah and then a later game maybe West Coast game or something like that and you just get these two games on Monday like I know it's a work day so like it doesn't work is great but like like you said i think we should like it kind of sucks having so many games at noon on sunday 
Yeah. Like you just can't like the red zone red zone's awesome for that, but you don't really get to take in all the games. So like they should make it more like less games on the noon slate, more games, three o'clock, two games, Monday, one game, Thursday. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I like that. Then we could yeah, and these get just, even divided up a little bit better. I like the, some fans, of the games like, that are, I think are going to be awesome at noon, like might that not get a chance to get on red zone as much or some games that I'm just like looking forward to watching, just don't get on red zone. So I'm like, we need to just kind of split these games up. But I do, I like the do like the idea of two games on Monday night. Well, I just think it's too. It's like most teams have their team that they watch. Right. So it's like Vikings play at noon. Like you're not really watching any other games at noon. If your team's playing at noon. Right. Yeah. And that's when the majority of the games are. And now you're stuck with these three games. It's like Cardinals, Seahawks, like don't really want to watch Panthers, Rams don't really want to watch. And then of course I want to watch the chiefs bill. So then I just like, end up only watching two out of all the games that you know what I mean? Cause there's some good games in the, in the, in the noon slate that, um, I would have loved yeah, to like watch, next but... week, next week is the three o'clock slate is Texans Raiders at three Oh five Seahawks chargers, three twenty five, and then chiefs Niners. Everyone's going to watch chiefs San Francisco. Yeah. I guess some of that too has to play with those West coast games, you know, cause you can't play. Like those are all West Coast teams that you just listed off, right? Yeah, I always get through the East Coast gets like I don't know how they do that. Like those Sunday night games and Monday night games, like what, last night's game going into overtime, that was like midnight for the East Coast people. Oh, on Sunday night, you're saying? Right, what time that game at? What game? Last night with Chargers. Wait, was that my tripping? Oh night, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Broncos. I don't even, there's so many games going on through my head right now, but that yep. game was so late. Like I was like, if you're living in the East Coast, like you don't even catch the end of that. But that is just the East Coast, like sports. Like that's just the unfortunate part about sports in the East Coast. And you know, like that's why being out in California right now is so sick. And that's why, like most, I feel like talk shows are in LA. You know, because you you stay up for that game and it ends at like yeah ten. You know, not even. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure they've they've figured out probably the best way to make the most money, but I feel like as a consumer, like it'd be nice to 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 watch more games in that noon slate. But um, yeah, Panthers are full tank. I feel like if they're about to bounce McCaffrey, like that would really really secure. I hope DJ Moore gets traded too. I got him in fantasy leagues, and it'd be nice to have him just with a quarterback that's actually good. Um. But Rams maybe a get right game, but I still just don't even feel like they looked that good. Like Cam Akers, like apparently is never going to play for the Rams again, so they're going back to Henderson. But like, look at all these guys that had carries. Like, I mean, Sean McVay, I feel like is just trying to like scheme his way to wins and like be the the super boy genius that apparently he's you know always dubbed to be. Allen Robinson finally gets a touchdown, like. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the Rams are like, this game doesn't change my thoughts about the Rams. Like maybe, maybe it's bigger for them as like a team to, to start getting moving in the right direction. Um, but like them being the Panthers by 14 is like what they should absolutely do, especially with Jacob Eason coming in and, you know, the Panthers not scoring in the second half. So the Rams to me is like still, Still yet to be seen what this team's going to really play like. Um, 
you know, I think they're missing Von Miller and like Von Miller's blowing up games and playing unreal for the bills right now. So um, next week they've got, uh, I guess they have a buy and then they go to, um, or they have the 49ers coming to them. So that'll be a big game for them. They play the Bucks after that too. So maybe a get right game, but at the same time, like I don't feel like the they're going to beat the 49ers or the Bucks if you're just looking at it. Um, I could see the Rams missing the playoffs. I, I really do, especially with where the Giants and, and Cowboys are playing right now. Like you're talking about two of the wild card teams. Like, I don't know. Rams, Rams got to figure it out quick. Um, and yeah, I don't know. What do you, what do you got on the Rams? I think we're having some technical difficulties with Joe right now, but um, I'll just roll into the next game. We got Cardinals Seahawks. Um, Seahawks 19, Cardinals 9. Um, another just super incredibly slow start for the Cardinals offense and Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury and that whole team. Um, Seahawks scoring 19 points, I guess, at the beginning of the season, I would have thought was just like the most probably normal thing. But seeing that offense kind of explode every week was like, oh, they had this off week, you know. But um, Seahawks are 3-3, three and three, Cardinals 2-4. and four. I don't think anybody expected that going into the season. Um, you get the Seahawks just kind of hanging around uh, as crazy as it is. Like they're sitting in the same spot that the Rams are right now and the 49ers um, tied for first place in the NFC West, which is crazy. Um, I think you we got Joe. I think, yeah, we got Joe back. All right, now. I'm back. Sorry, everybody. This microphone's um, screwing with me. Uh, but where are we at? Let me jump into it. What are we well, I was just, just kind of saying the Rams suck. And like, I feel like them beating the Panthers, like wasn't anything that crazy. No. Like they just should do that. Um, so I don't like my view on the Rams don't change at all after a 14 point win over the Panthers. But I was just saying, moving into the Cardinal Seahawks games, that like the Seahawks just keep like kind of just hanging around. Um, the Seahawks and the Falcons are like the same team in my head. Yep. You think that too? Very similar. Yep. Like I feel like yep. they could win every game, but they could also lose, lose every, every game. game. Exactly. That's what I thought about the Jets in the first week. Not anymore. Jets are there to win. Um, but yeah, with the Seahawks, I think they're very similar to the Falcons. So you could, it's not like if you're playing the Seahawks, you're like, oh, it's not a steamroll, but it's like we, we should beat this team and kind of same thing with the Falcons. And but looking at the Seahawks and the Rams schedule coming down the line, like they're, they both have a lot of tough games. And like it's, it's super interesting because I feel like if, yeah, you, those divisions. if you look at the standings right now, like, like, yeah, I guess in the back of my head, like now that we're like shifting through this, like it, it unfortunately makes me think like the Packers could figure this out. And like the Packers probably are going to get that third wild card. Right. Because like, yeah. do you really see the Seahawks rolling the dice like all the way through the season and making no. a wild card? Probably not. Same thing with the Falcons. Like, but then again, you never know. Like there's like, I feel like in a couple of weeks, we're going to look back and one of these teams is still going to be hanging around like 500 or a little above 500. And we'll be like, you know, because realistically, I feel like that last wild card spot's going to be like nine and eight, right? Yeah. It's going to be some weird team like that. And they'll probably win the first game too, whoever it is. I feel like right. that always happens. I feel like these, the last couple of weeks of this season, I know it's still early. We're only six. It's going to be bonkers. Like, it's going to be crazy. Because so, so many of these teams are going to be like, I don't know. There's going to be a lot of like teams playing spoiler, you know, like the Panthers might beat somebody late in the year. That could be fun. Um, 
but yeah, Seahawks kind of fall in that category with the Falcons where they can beat anybody, but you also aren't shocked if they just get absolutely stopped by somebody. Yeah. Um, Perfect but, way to look at that team. Yeah. Uh, Geno Smith played, I guess, his worst game of the season so far, and they still won. So um, Kenneth Walker looked awesome. I guess that's, that's exciting sweet. for them. So yeah, I don't know. Seahawks are they're going to be interesting. Um, like I said, I think they're going to, Probably there'll be a team that's gonna be nailed on the head, like that could play a team that's about to try to get in the playoffs. Last week they could beat them. They're just gonna be playing with teams throughout the year. Yep. Yeah, they'll be a spoiler team. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to to see. I think they, I I personally think that some weird reason I think they're gonna hang around longer. Like I, I feel like we're gonna like Seahawks? I said like yeah I just got a feeling that they're. I don't know. I maybe it's just this Geno Smith hype for me right now as I'm rolling with him, but <laughs> like I just feel like DK and Lockett, and now they got Kenneth Walker. Like their offense is good. And like if Geno can I'm play glad they're decent, I'm glad like, DK's getting productivity. Targeted, like at the beginning yeah. of the season, I didn't think I, I didn't think he was gonna do anything, but at least they're getting the ball to him. So I like to see that. Kenneth Walker's gonna be the running back for the next 10 years. And yeah, you're right. Maybe I maybe there maybe there's a shock, but yeah, we'll they see. just have no defense. Uh, I don't know. Is Jamal Adams out for the season? Yeah. Yeah. So they're Next, that's yeah. That's I have so much to say about Jamal Adams. What an idiot. Left, <laughs> Left the, the Jets, Jets baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but you guys I, are laughing because there's you're always something with the Jets. Every stuff. every game we talk about, there's something that I bring up about the Jets. So I got to get better at that. But um, yeah, with the Cardinals, man, they got to win next week. Otherwise, it's over. I really want them to do well because I said they were going to do well on the show and I thought they were going to be my sneaker team. So I don't know what's going on. Kyler, I, I, Cliff Kingsbury terrible this fire. year. Dude, I had nothing. Like, this is bad. It's a bad two and four team right now. D hop like, come back. Really, and like, energy. If Robbie Anderson seeing, comes like, over, Marquise Brown got hurt. So they should easily be one and five in my opinion too. Cause the, the other game, they beat the Raiders. They were down by like, what 16 with like nine minutes left in the fourth, like yeah, insane comeback. Like you can't bank on that happening. So I could easily be one in five team talking about the Cardinals. So no, uh, it'll be interesting to see what like they look like with Hopkins back. Maybe that's the spark that they need. Um, I know we're talking a lot about playoffs and stuff, but like that is it's it's still early. You know, there's there's hope for I guess really any team at this point, um, which is kind of crazy, but uh yeah. And then moving to the game of the week, Bills Chiefs. Uh, Josh Chiefs Allen. I mean, I still can't believe that the, the the hurdle was insane. But that was sweet. Isn't it just kind of funny? You He's know, so like cool. the Chiefs. The Chiefs get the ball back, and you're just like, yeah, they gave Mahomes too much time. Like it's the same same thing every time. Then he threw a pick, which I feel like we're not used to seeing at all. So, um, what were your thoughts on the game? Did you just see? Did you see the Bills? Or did you have the Chiefs in this one? I thought the Chiefs were going to win since it was at home, and it was favored. I think it was Bills by two at the beginning, right? So I was like, okay, Chiefs, Chiefs are going to mm-hmm. take this personal, and I thought they're going to win. But yeah, good for the Bills. Josh Allen's a freak. That hurdle, like you said, was unreal. That was so cool to see. Um, yeah, I don't really know what to, like Juju. He was making up. He was making some plays. Yeah, big game. Like they yeah. finally got him involved, um, and it wasn't relying on everything on Travis Kelsey. So. Yeah, Juju had 113 in touchdown, so that was 
good to kind of see him get involved in the play. And I still, still like the Chiefs. Still think the Chiefs are going to be my team here. And I think the Bills just need to get that win off their chest, like because of what so happened last year. So you still don't think this is the Bills' year that they beat the Chiefs in the playoffs? No. Interesting. Like I said, man, I think this is Mahomes' revenge year. I see. To me, like I, I man, I agree because I just like. I hope it's this against, game. I hope I, this this game in the AFC Championship, but I don't know. I just got a weird feeling about the Chiefs being left under the radar. I just feel like that was a big, a big win for the Bills to like go to Arrowhead and win on the road. Like I feel like, like that's like a big monkey off their back type of thing. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like they've been kind of dominated in Arrowhead, like especially last year, obviously the divisional round, they lost in overtime there. And like, I don't know, like it's pretty crazy to think that Patrick Mahomes, like I don't think he's played any like road playoff games in his career. So like think how crazy. It's just so, I mean, we're just so used to seeing Tyreek on this team too. And I just keep thinking I'm going to see him down the field every time he chucks it, but it's just Kelsey or, I don't know. It's just, MVS has played a little bit better, though. I yeah, like and they had that guy who took Tyreek's jersey, number 10, who had Pacheco, was there. Yeah. yeah, so Clyde over to Lair, if he could have some big games. I mean, I still like the Chiefs. It's just so interesting to not see Tyreek on that offense, but it'd be so yeah, cool. It's to still Mahomes. Game and it's, still, it's still Andy Reid, so it's like, you know, you just – Exactly. It's, it just like feels him. like it's got to be Bill's Chiefs in the AFC Championship game because it feels like those two teams are going to finish one and two and um, – I do want to see that game again in the AFC Championship. But, I mean, it kind of, like, yeah. I mean, I just, I don't I, I don't see the Chiefs losing again for a while. Like, it's, I don't know. I just feel like that, that loss to the Colts was crazy. And then, like, the, down the Chiefs 49ers, it was going to be a good game. But I still see the Chiefs winning that one. But the rest they, of the way, dude, the Chiefs, Chiefs should be Okay, so the Chiefs actually have a wild games. schedule. So they got the Niners. Then they got Titans, Jaguars. That's a win. But then, I mean, Chargers, Rams, Bengals. That'd be a good three-game stretch. Like actually, I don't think they're uh, all cakewalks. I think. Uh, I mean, maybe the Chargers. And I mean, LA is whatever. But like the Rams, I feel like the Chiefs will be. Like uh, the Rams don't scare me at all. Like Bengals, I guess we'll have to see how the next couple of weeks play out for the Bengals. But right now, like you're taking the Chiefs over the Bengals, right? Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I think, uh, again, like, I'll take the Chiefs pretty much over anybody at this point right now except for the Bills. And, like, I think it's just, like, a toss-up in the Bills-Chiefs. Like, I I really think, like, if it came down to a playoff game, like, it just, it's going to come down to who's at home. Like, I think it, I think these teams are very similar. Like, you know, the Chiefs' defenses look terrible, but then when they had play a big game, they hold, you know, the Bills to 24 points and keep it close. So, you know, and they still had a chance to win. You know, like, yeah. So, um, that was a fun know. game to watch, though. It was. I was glad we could see that. I knew the under was going to happen, though. So many yeah. people bet on the over that game, just assuming there's going to be a call. million points. It's, and it was, it, how about Tony Romo calling the exact score, too? Yeah, that was funny. But, yeah, 24 20. Um, next other good game of the week was uh, Eagles Cowboys. Eagles win 26 17 over the Cowboys in Philadelphia. Um, Eagles get up 20 to rip on the Cowboys. Um, as Cooper Rush kind of struggled through the beginning parts of this game and, and looked very much like a backup quarterback, um, during this one. And then they kind of stormed back into it. And next thing you know, it's 
what, 17-20, and then the Eagles go and score. Uh, so this, I'll have Cooper to say, Rush I wasn't really – yeah. I guess that completely changes the narrative around like Cooper Rush being the quarterback when Dak comes back. Like I think, Ooh, yeah. I think Dak's <laughs> the biggest winner out of this whole. Jerry thing. Jones needed that game to happen. He knows he's like, okay, we needed we needed Cooper. Rush Dak needed that game too. Yeah, Dak. Yeah, but I will say I wasn't really jumping on the Eagles um, throughout the beginning of the season. But I think I officially I, the Eagles are good. They're a good team. I know they even kind of let them creep back into it, but just like the hype that Philly has and. Eagles, Eagles are going to be nice down the rest of the season. So I'll give them that. I still, th- I think they'll win that division, but Cowboys, I, if Dak can just not do anything crazy with that defense that they have and just play reasonably well, I think 100%, the Cowboys can I just shock them. Right. I just don't think that they're going to be any worse with Dak. Like I, I think the upside of that offense, like not that I'm a huge believer in Mike McCarthy and like his, teams usually are like i don't believe in because it's like dan quinn is a defensive coordinator now and dan quinn looks like a genius and he has you know these studs on the defensive side but like dak is a better quarterback than cooper rush like nobody nobody's really arguing that anymore right and like i don't think that should have been an argument for a while but um people love to have these quarterback controversies as we've seen across the league and a lot of some of these positions but like I feel like Dak can still make some mistakes, but like he's going to be able to push that offense to a place where Cooper Rush couldn't. So like, yeah, you might see the stat lines where like Dak's going to maybe potentially throw more picks or something than Cooper Rush, but like you also got to think that the Cowboys' offense is going to be way more explosive with Dak at quarterback. Like Cooper Rush was just like a game manager, and like not that Dak isn't really a game manager, but he is a game manager with way more of an upside. So, um, I don't know. I think the, I think I agree. Like the Cowboys are still going to be a scary team if that defense yeah. stays healthy. Like that, that's that defense be is what's going to take a man. And if yeah. Dak, I'm excited to see him get back and do what he can do. And you're right. If he's getting those exciting play, like he's not Cooper Rush. That's it. Should have been up for debate if Cooper Rush would have won that game to have him start over Dak. So yeah, that defense defense excited. Mike Parsons is a freak. Um, I could I could see them shocking Philly, but I will jump on. We'll have to say that Philly is a good team. But don't you just see it too? It's like if anybody has to play in Philly, like you just feel like the Eagles are going to win. Yeah, that's there's certain is. sports teams and there's certain cities that it's just like just it's like, it's like the Phillies. It's just like you like I don't even city, believe in the city Phillies. Philadelphia is just rolling right now. Exactly. So it's just like I don't know, man. Like the Eagles are going to probably be the one seed. Like you go look at their schedule, yeah. and it's like hard to find three losses. So. Probably going to be a lot of Eagles, a lot of Philadelphia. But I don't mind, like, that's why I don't think I have the faith of, like, the Eagles making the Super Bowls because, like, I never really liked that one seed. I feel like it's always just chaos in the playoffs, and it's never, it's like, it's never the 1-1 in the Super Bowl, I feel like. So. No, it's true. I mean, you you saw the Packers get the one seed and then lose in the first game. So, yeah, momentum's part of it. But uh, I feel like sometimes it depends, too. Like, if you get some injuries going into that week and you get a bye, that could be huge. So. Never really know. Uh, this Eagles team just feels a little bit different, too. I feel like they just, like, they've won some close ones. They've blown some teams out. Like, they just, they've looked really good. So, Eagles 6-0, and rolling. Cowboys 4-2. and Then we got the last game, which was not, it was interesting. You saw 
I don't so, what's going on with the Chargers, man. I know Chargers a lot of people want to take Broncos away if the Broncos are still bad. Overtime. Yeah, well, I feel like we should start with the kind of the chronological order of the game where we saw Russ in the first quarter look like back to being Russ. Yeah, 110 yards, 113 yards or something like that. Like 10 for 10, touchdown. Like they're up 10-0 after the first, and you're like, damn, is this like maybe Russ's shoulder was actually bugging him? And then what, he threw like five completions the rest of the game? Yeah. After that first quarter, I was like, okay, here we go. Let's see it. I was like, this is going to be the Broncos game. He's going nuts. He's throwing for 350 and four touchdowns. And then I was like, oh, God, they're just bad. You got to be so pissed off if you're a Denver fan or a player, just anything associated with that team. Like, that's just so frustrating. They've got to be the players are I mean, they, pissed off, too. It's they're just like, real come close on, to man. losing that locker room, right? Yeah. And I don't, know, well, I don't know if he really is injured with the shoulder or what's going on. Like, if he is, he is. But I, every time they lose, they always bring up that injury. I'm like, you can't just say the shoulder after every single loss. Right. If it's that bad, then don't play. Exactly. Right? You don't throw so, for 100 yards and you're like, okay. Yeah, that was just annoying. I don't like how they bring that up every game. But, yeah, jumping on that, too, like the Chargers. I thought, the, I mean, they are four and two, but. Herbert didn't throw a touchdown. What did that? What did Vegas have that he wasn't going to throw that? And they, they boosted that plus, bet. Did you say that? It was minus 800 going into the night, and they boosted it to plus 100 for him to throw one touchdown because he'd thrown a touchdown at least at least one touchdown pass in like 26 straight games. That's crazy. NFL Ricker like broke his leg and he's still making the, the kick. So shout out to yeah, him. He but for sure like ripped his hand. Every kick up. just went down. I'm like, dude, just get off the field. <laughs> he was just I love the, I love the games like that where it's like, Nothing happened that much offensively that it came down to like post game interview was like Dustin Hopkins getting the <laughs> yeah show some love the kicker for the interview yeah that's funny but uh yeah the Chargers are like this is not the type of Chargers like I could like if you'd have told me they're four and two I'd have been like yeah that makes sense but like like Herbert fifty seven attempts thirty seven completions for two hundred thirty eight yards like I know the Broncos team is like. Their defense is is pretty good, but like, are, are the Chargers missing Keenan Allen that much offensively? Because he spread the ball out a good amount, but it's still like I do like Keenan know. Allen, but yeah, I don't. They need to get him back. Mike Williams is nasty though; he's having a year. Yeah, he's just getting a lot of targets though. I feel like I don't know, but yeah, Chargers three in a row. Texans, Browns, Broncos like haven't really played anybody, but. uh I got the Seahawks this week. That's another game where you're like, who knows, right? I mean. I Dude, okay, I got to jump in on this game. So I, there was notification on my phone that Odell Beckham might be signing with the Vikings. What? This can't be true. There's just like he's tweeting about this stuff. He was trending right now, but this just might be like close to Minnesota stuff. Like Minnesota accounts. Oh, sure, sure. Okay, back to it. Ask me the question. I just got a notification. I was like, this can't be true. No, I was just saying, like, I know we were just talking about the the Seahawks and the Chargers, too. But, like, right now, Chargers are six and a half point favorites over the Seahawks. I'll take Seahawks in that game. Right? Wait, where is it? Seattle or L.A.? It's in L.A. That's not even a home field. The Chargers fans suck. No, they're horrible. I was going to say that, too. There's so many more Denver fans. There's always the opposing color anytime it's in L.A. Yeah. Well, that'll be... It should be like a high-scoring game, you think, though, right? Like, yeah. What's the over-unders at fifty? What is that? Right now? Let's hammer the over. 
Dude, I think so too. This could easily be like a 34-30 game, right? There won't be defense in that game. Yeah, that should be fun. That actually might be a little that might be a fun game. It's 51. Um, we should uh well we're gonna we're gonna do college football to end this podcast and then we're gonna do another one later this week, folks. And that's right, maybe we're gonna hit NHL and NBA. Um, both of those are rolling. We didn't want to drag these out, and then we wanted to take our time talking about football because I felt like we rushed through some of it last week and still had like a two-hour podcast. But um, maybe we'll hit the end of the episode later this week with some some of our favorite like lines and stuff of over unders and talk a little I like bit it. about the betting side of football going in. Maybe we start uh, picking our bets of the week, keeping track of. Um, going yeah, into let's the, do that. It could be fun. That's could a good idea. Follow. I know that's exciting. We pick, well, maybe we'll pick like five, five picks and then five over unders that we like or something like that and keep a record of it. Um, okay. But yeah, that wraps up week um, six for NFL. Um, got some good games coming up. I, like I said, we're going to run down, I think, some of our picks like we just decided. And we're also going to talk about some of the matchups uh, briefly in the other episode. But, I should do it for NFL for that week. Um, we're going to roll into some college football quick here and then finish up. But uh, game of the week in all of sports, it felt like, was the Tennessee-Alabama game. And that crazy, game was crazy finish. Um, such a fun game. I mean, obviously, like, college football is just like a different atmosphere when you get the student sections and the whole crowd getting into it and the rivalries and um, you know, these high scoring games that you don't really see in the NFL. Like, you know, Tennessee wins 52 49 um, on a blocked field goal, right? It got Danny, deflected. I didn't think it was going in. It was deflected. Like, it I mean, barely. Gotta, they showed if the you video. You guys haven't seen the, the finish it. Yeah, you got to go look at the video of how close it was. Oh, my but, um, God. That game was crazy. That's going to go down as one of the greatest football games, college football, like for sure, SEC history. That was just bonkers. Oh, yeah. It's up there. It's right up there with Alabama Auburn from years ago. But uh, yeah. I th- as of now, like, is Hendon Hooker the, the leader for the. That's what people were Heisman, saying. Or is it. It's got to be him or CJ Stroud at this point, right? Yeah. Bryce Young missing time. Bryce Young and, still threw for 455 yards, two touchdowns. I, I just love college football stat lines. It's yeah, so funny to absurd. look at. Yeah. Well, we got uh, Jalen Hyatt goes for six receptions, <laughs> 207 yards, and five touchdowns. Like, that's like, a crazy stat line. That's, no, that's got to feel so cool. Just video games, like just go routes. And yeah, but um, so Tennessee is what now ranked third, third in the country on the AP poll. I think they flip flopped. How about that? Yeah, so they Tennessee's at three and Alabama to six. That's incredible. That's crazy. Um, Tennessee, third team in the country. Who would have thought? So cool. Good I for love, them. That, I love seeing Knoxville, Alabama go down. Yeah, I love seeing Alabama go down and then just the city of Knoxville. And even I, though I, like I had live, me and me and Noah had live Bama money line. Yeah, which that's that true. Hurt. That one hurt. Yeah, um, when we had the gambling cave going here, man, that was so fun. It was electric, electric. in here. Well, and then we'll get to the USC game, which was oh, yeah. a blast. Um, but yeah, just go, going through some of these top games. Georgia beat Vanderbilt 55-0. Uh, nothing really to be said about that. That's absolutely what should happen. Vanderbilt's a terrible team, and, and Georgia finally needed to kind of destroy one of these teams, I feel like, and giving up zero points like makes you feel like Georgia's legit again. So. I guess that moves like in a lot of people's opinion them back to number one in the country, right? Um, 
even though I still think it's Ohio State. Um, they had the they had the week off, but uh, yeah. What are your thoughts? Do you see Georgia as number one still? Uh, yeah, I do. I just see them. I mean, especially with that win, like it, them being fifty five zero. But if it would have been less than twenty, then you move them. So I still do have them at number one. Um, but is that just, just like a dogs? You feel like that's a and and obviously you you know you're kind of a Georgia fan for sure. But like, is that? Is this just like a because when you when you look at Ohio State and Georgia, right? You're looking at Georgia's defense, you're looking at Ohio State's offense, right? And at this point, them both being undefeated, like kind of destroying a lot of teams, maybe having some closer games here and there. Um, but like like doesn't it just feel like that people put Georgia over Ohio State because of recent years? Like Georgia's just like, And probably because like the SEC wise. That's what I'm saying. Like the, bi- yeah. the bias of the playoff and 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 what we've seen at Ohio State and which is like they haven't really won that first game of, you know, they didn't make the playoff last year. You know, they didn't. So um, I think that's interesting because I think like, I think Ohio state's a better team. They feel like it. They've got an explosive offense. Like you're going to take that offense over anybody's offense, but then, you know, their defense is, is, is pretty good right now. I think it's like a top 25 defense, like points wise and stuff like that. But um, that's why you're going to be interesting What? It's just like, with the rankings, just like college football and NFL, like it's just obviously like that's what I love with the NFL. It's like if you win, you get in. Like the rankings, I have no idea. Like who's like they're both great football teams, easily one and two. It's just you have it's just so tough. I mean, right. how could you after a fifty-five zero win against Vanderbilt and then a bye week, you can't really I feel like move Ohio State that one spot. No, right. But know. like you can see in your I thought Ohio State should have been that, there before. Sure. But I I agree. I think it's it, you're right, and it's such an interesting point. And I think that's why, like, like I feel like this season, and obviously it's still kind of early. But like, do you think they like? I feel like there should be a, a stronger push to expand the playoff. Like I know it's supposed to happen by like 2025 or something like that. But like, like, why don't we want an 18 playoff? Right? Dude, like, I wanted to get. Do we huge. do we think that do we think that the the, the disparity and in, in, in talent because like. Right now, I think it's it's getting to that point where like you're seeing Tennessee, like Tennessee's six and zero right now. They just beat Bama. We just we just witnessed it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I I think you, you see teams like that. You got Clemson. You got Michigan State. That's in the you know they just lost to Michigan, but like that's a team that could beat some teams. And now you got USC, Oklahoma State, TCU. Well, what they, like what, what are they moving teams. the playoff to? I don't I don't know if they've come out with an actual amount, but I just oh, they assumed moved it, it was to, was it. Is it more than eight? I think it might be eight. Hold on. Pass. I know they. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I know by like the. I think it was by eight the teams. 20... Eight teams. Yeah, that's what yeah. I figured. I figured they 20, wouldn't jump over that eight. Twenty twenty four. But... Yeah, I don't. So that's sick. But don't you think? Because like right now you're gonna have. Like let's say Bama beats Georgia, and now you got, or let's say Georgia beats Bama at the end of the year. Like you're really not going to have Bama in the playoff. Like that just doesn't seem right. Yeah, I guess they don't deserve it. But like at the end of the day, don't you feel like Bama is still going to be a top eight team in the country? Right. Yeah, that's what college football just needs a system where it's like if you win the division or win something, you should have an automatic way in. Hundred percent, dude. I think there should be. I just want them to input on it. Yeah, but I mean, you, like, rolling through the top 10 teams right now, you got Georgia. This is the AP poll. You got Georgia, 
Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan, Clemson, Bama, Ole Miss, TCU, and UCLA. And then you got Syracuse's six and zero and fourteen, but they just beat NC State without their quarterback. So I don't think anybody like thinks they should be higher. But I mean, you you got a lot of teams that are going to be like one loss, like interesting teams. You know, UCLA, Oregon, USC, and Utah are all in the Pac-12, and like they've all been kind of just beating each other up. Like I feel like that's going to happen, right? Like yeah. you don't feel like you don't feel like UCLA is going to go undefeated, right? No, but like it'd be crazy. One of those I, teams. I don't know, That's right? It's going point. to come out of there. And what if Michigan beats Ohio State? Because yeah, but I, I mean, like Michigan, just, man. Michigan, I thought looked pretty good. But what about Clemson? Like Clemson has the easy schedule on the way out of here, right? Like we talked about last time. Like yeah, Clemson should be undefeated. So it's like it's going to be such an interesting ride because what if you know Tennessee's got to beat Georgia, right? Yeah, you no know, November fourth. That game's going to be That's gonna be crazy in Georgia. And you have Ole Miss sitting that right now at seven and zero, and you're like, you know, what is Ole Miss? Is are they that legit? Have they, you know, because they beat they beat some teams that were ranked at the time, um, but you know they they got LSU, A and M, and then Bama, Arkansas, Mississippi State. Like you figure they probably lose to Bama, but you got an Ole Miss team that has one loss. Like yeah, they're sitting right on the edge. Like you could potentially have Georgia with one loss after the SEC championship game with Bama with one loss, and like. I hope it's like this ending is going to be crazy. This is going to be exciting. This college football play is going to be wild. Like we were talking about before the parody in this right now is going to be crazy. Cause like same thing at the same time, like what if USC runs the table and they beat UCLA and they beat these teams on the way out and they win the PAC 12 game, you know, they beat Utah again or you, you know, whoever they have to play like, and Michigan has one loss or Ohio state has one loss. Like you figure like the top two teams will probably stay undefeated. Right whoever yep. one and two are at the end of the year. But then those three and four, like, dude, the committee's going to have to make a decision on all these teams that have one loss. And it's going to be crazy. So I'm pumped. I'm, it's going to be super dude, excited. Wild. Um, yeah, we kind of touched TCU, on this. TCU, they're eight. That's, I don't like TCU. <laughs> yeah, double overtime game against nah, Oklahoma State. TCU Oklahoma wins. State they come line. back. Those they were bastards. down big time. Um you know, Utah beats USC by one point on a two-point conversion they went for, which was crazy ballsy. Um, you had made a good point to Ole Miss, too, man. Like, they're 7-0. They have USC's Jackson Dart. He came over. But now they got yeah. LSU. I mean, they haven't – they beat Kentucky. Yeah, That's I it. think they we, still have, They still got to play Alabama, LSU, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Mississippi State. So they, this is where it's going to get good for Ole Miss to figure out who they really are, but – Right, but you, you, it's also not that crazy to think that they could win all those games besides Bama. Like I don't exactly. Think, but then again, it's like CSEC. You know, LSU is probably like better than they've been playing. I think they, they're talent wise, they're better than that. You know, Mississippi State's ranked right now. Texas A and M has like one of the best recruiting classes every year. There's talent there. Like Arkansas is a frisky team. Like these are five tough games that in the year for Ole Miss. Like I could easily see them going like three and two, or even two and three. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. But that's but you never know because it's like Tennessee sitting here right now. They're you know they've got UT Martin next week, which is like that's the game honestly, they set up there. That's fantastic, right? Well, because that was the game they put there. If they thought they're going to get killed by Alabama, or if it was a loss, they always put those games there for reassurance reasons. So yeah, and then they got Kentucky, which is going to be a, a great game, and then Georgia, you know, and then the rest of the way it's like Missouri, South Carolina, God, Vanderbilt. That Georgia so like, Tennessee game is going to be sweet. But like, think about it. It's like, 
that is going to be what it is, right? Georgia, Tennessee is going to be the decision for the rest of the season. Who who will be in the SEC championship? Who mm-hmm. will be playing in the net, or in the college football playoff? And so circle your calendars, folks, right for there. November fifth. November fifth, circle your calendars. And then, yeah, Bam on the way out has Mississippi State, LSU, Ole Miss, Austin P, and Auburn. So you kind of expect the Alabama to go undefeated the rest of the season, right? Like, yep. Uh, and they're going to be playing pissed off. They'll probably, yeah. Probably take them. them, whoever they're playing. Next, who did I just say they're playing? Mississippi State? Yeah, probably take them to cover that game. They're probably going to murder <laughs> Mississippi State. Uh, 21 points, their favorite, right? But no. Oh my gosh. Yep, they're going to play pissed. Yeah, that'll be crazy. Same probably um, made them walk home. And then, yeah, I guess the other big game was the Michigan State Penn State game where, or sorry, Michigan Penn State game. And, and you know, Mich- Penn State kind of like came back in the second quarter, but the second half, it was just never even close. Penn- Michigan just kind of dominated Penn State. And, um, you know, you have. Michigan just absolutely ramming the ball down their throat, running the ball. They're like, so good at that. Their running game looked unreal. 418 rushing yards. That's crazy. As a team. What's his name? Um, Corum? Like Corum? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that matches up when they eventually have to play. You know, it feels like they're going to have to play uh, Ohio State. Or they, sorry, they will play Ohio State. That game's um, going to be bonk. Yeah. Ohio State, Michigan, and the Tennessee Georgia game. Those are going to be the two games of the year. It'll be big. Oh, well, that Bama. It's gonna be right up yeah. there with the Bama. As far yeah, as I ranking think, wise, as far as ranking wise, though, as close, if those teams didn't like, because Tennessee, Georgia is gonna be one three, and then assuming if, Ohio State's undefeated, yeah. And but if Georgia beats Tennessee, Michigan moves to three, then that could be a two three game. two three game, yeah. So those two, no, the, be those games are both gonna be closer ranking wise. That'll be awesome. Um, yeah, I'm excited to play it roll out. Uh, Sy- uh, the other big game coming up this week too, um, Clemson Syracuse, which like I'm sure Clemson's like the big favorite in that, but Syracuse is undefeated right now, so um, could be interesting. You need 13 and a half point favorites for Clemson right now. It's in at Clemson, so uh, you never know with Syracuse, I guess, in in just college football in general. Like these are the games that sometimes feel crazy, but like these are the type of wins like you only see happening if that team is at home. Like, like you, you feel like even you talk about the Tennessee Alabama game, like you flip the script there. Do you like, do you really see Alabama losing at home to Tennessee? Yeah. Like, I feel like the yeah, home in college football is just so different. So it's like, if this Clemson Syracuse game was maybe played at Syracuse, then maybe, um, but I see Clemson probably winning that game. Um, yeah, but, but you never know. They only beat, they only beat Florida state by six. Um, you know, they kind of let Florida State back in that game, too. So we'll see. But uh, that should about wrap it up. Um, yeah, I, I oh, think we got the, the other story is TCU. Utah. Yeah, well, I just I mentioned that, the, the two-point conversion. But um, that was a big game for the boys we had. God dang uh, it. We were rolling hard on USC here. Well, that's why you had to take them with the shirt. points. Plus three and a half and plus one and a half. I got I both of them. That and, yeah. But if they would have yeah, won... Yeah, UCLA would have gave you another money line. Yeah, <laughs> that's why um, I want to go to LA. So I think, but the other interesting like stories are going to be, oh, Oregon, um, Oregon UCLA this weekend at Oregon it's game day. That's going to be that's gonna be, probably game it's of the be week. Good. I don't. I like UCLA in that. 
And TCU's got Kansas State, another good game. Wow, there's another great weekend of football. Fantastic. Strap in. Let's go. Here we go. Yeah. Um, so, Joe, you're coming to San Francisco this weekend then, right, to watch the games? Uh, I can't this weekend. Yeah, Steph Brittany's getting married. No, and then we got that. But then, yeah, then I'm free. It's the only thing I have in my calendar for, like, the next three months. I'm right, we'll get you out here. We'll do a, we'll do a live, so sh- a live show there. from out here for you folks. Oh, we got to do a live show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, that should do it. We, uh, we'll talk to you guys later this week, but this should wrap up the episode. So adios and talk to you later. Peace.